Hello, welcome to Waiting for Game, podcast presented to you by Melee Stats. And, uh, you know, I'm going to say it right here. I'm going to say it at the top of the show. I'm going to I'm gonna make the, the bold claim. I think we're going to have one of the greatest episodes of all time. And that is, of course, oh. because we were talking some of the greatest players of all time. And in order to do that, we got some of the greatest people of all time. I'm here with one of the greatest commentators of all time, Toph. Hello. One of the, one of the uh, greatest Marths of all time, Edwin Budding. And Blur is also here. What uh, is up, everyone? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up, dude? What's up, Blur? What's up? I love the intro because, you know, like the intro. great rappers, Pac, Dre, Biggie, I'm just a one word name. You don't need to get, you don't need to preface it with like who, you know, the, the greatest accomplishments. You just yeah, say, the, the name speaks for itself. It really yeah. Does. yeah, you even you even drop the crimson before you can really just <laughs> you're you're honestly like Sean Combs over here. Just draw yeah. <laughs> drop dropping parts of your tag being well, memorable. I mean, the, for the, the thing with uh, Blur is that if you caught him at the right time, he's people you can just call him crimson call, and you can call him blur you can call him crimson blur Facts. he just mixes and matches it anyway anyway it goes so we tell me what are we talking about this this uh this fine podcast and why is, what are we what are, what's going on what's so special so if, if uh if you guys didn't catch it you know this past weekend was the 20th anniversary of the release of super smash Bros. melee for the nintendo gamecube and uh to honor the rich history of the competitive scene we teamed with PG Stats, and uh, we created some that you guys might have seen, the top 100 players of all time. So if you were watching Twitch videos, or if you were on you know, YouTube, I think uh, some people reacted to them there, or if you were on Twitter, you've probably seen the list. But uh, let's get into it, because not only the, uh, you know, the number one, the top 10, I think that was stuff that a lot of discussion was about. But the thing with this is that there's so much to talk about in like every facet of it. So I just want to get into talking about this uh, and we're going to start with the big one. So we're going to start with the number one. And uh, I think the easiest way mm. to do this is we're going to go around and I, I believe yeah. I know what all of your answers is. So I'm going to hop in here first. Uh, yeah. Armada is the best player of all time. Oh, you're an Armada stan, huh? I'm an Armada stan. So, you know, it's really funny. I was at the Esports Awards over the weekend with Sam Ox, and I got mm-hmm. into this with two Esportsians. I got into it with uh, uh, a friend of mine, Harris, who works at ESG Law, and Frodan was there. And Frodan, um, uh, for people who don't know this, Frodan was the reason, I think I'm allowed to say this, Frodan was the reason that Fizzy was named uh, the Panelist Choice, or we got the Panelist Choice Award from the Esports Award, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, and Frodan was vehemently defending Mango. Mm-hmm. And Harris from ESG Law was defending Armada and saying Armada is clearly my boy. And, you know, okay, so I think for me, right, obviously with all of this shit, it comes down to what you value, right? And and so so I think for me, and, and let me just make sure if this is kind of fits your mental model here, Wheat. I think the Armada argument is Armada's number one's were they were more dominant like when armada was number one it really was like armada's fucking number one and armada has like the head-to-head records against the field in a really in a really dominant way for mango i think one of the biggest arguments is he he was doing it earlier and he was doing it later and he has more years overall at the top so his density for those tight those years where armada was number one he doesn't have a reign quite on that level even though i will argue that mango's reign you know in 2008 2009 2010 was 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 really really dominant um i i think the 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 the, the most convincing pro mango argument here is that mango was just at the top 
for he was he was the alpha and he was he was the omega. He was before he came before Armada. <laughs> he's here after Armada, and he's still number two in the world, which is kind of insane. And I think that I think that for me, I am slightly on that side of the fence. I will say that in a world where Mango, say Mango was even performing at HBox levels in 2020, 2021, for me that wouldn't be enough to boost him above Armada. Mm-hmm. But in the world we live in, where Ma- where Mango is top two right now. Uh, that was enough to push it over for me. Because you know what I mean? Armada can only go down. If he's retired and Mango isn't, Mango can only go up, Armada can only go down. So for me, it's a question of when does Mango hit that threshold? And with his performances this past year, especially since I am using some of these online events to kind of calibrate this um, for, for myself, for me, he's already hit that threshold. You know, can I, can I, I say I something think- first uh, to interject for a second? When you say his performances this last year, you're talking about one tournament, right? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Because even okay. coming into Summit uh, 11, even, I mean, Summit 10, which I, I'm using, I don't know what, you know, Panda's got a whole thing with Nintendo. You know, there's all kinds of, there's all kinds <laughs> of corporate bullshit there. I don't know what's going on. I'm not going to try to dig into it. I'm not going to ask you guys to respond. So, okay, with PG stats or what have you, this, that, and the other. But I would say the narrative was pretty clearly Mango and Xander number one and number two. That was that was not just Summit 11. That was the case for Summit 10, uh, which Zane won. That was the case for those SEL weeks where Mango and Zane were winning back and forth and back and forth until Wizzy took one. I, I mean, I would say that that was like 10-plus tournaments. I'm not going to okay. okay, it definitely wasn't 10-plus no. tournaments. I don't even think Mango <laughs> entered 10 tournaments. Like each, I'm counting each, each SEL week. Each SEL week was, okay. if you count each sure. SEL week, it's like 10 minutes. And, and, and uh, the, the reason I make that point is because yeah. I've grown frustrated with the top two narrative because even though I agree with it, <laughs> I like, I, my eyes work, all right? They're the two best players. I get it, right? Okay. We yeah. all understand. But when a dude hasn't entered for that, for that long, when he's on stream saying, saying, and I quote, oh shit, I haven't played Melee for five months. <laughs> like, I'm kind of worried. I got to get, I got to get, you know, it back in shape again for Summit. And Mango? he's saying, yeah, he literally said the words, not this is verbatim. Five months, oh, I haven't, I haven't really, I haven't I really literally want, look, listen, I'll watch it's Mango like, three stocks Kadoran. Mango three stocks Kadoran. Yeah, but it says, that... oh, I'm so shit right now. So, Blair, you know I just want to say, right? It's like, so, how so, much does it add to his legacy if, you, and if you're just adding a year to his legacy? But I'm just like, bro, you're really just adding Summit. But and it's like, not a year. But it's not a year. It's three years over Armada. It's three years over Armada. That, that I mean, I have Mango's number one too, but I kind of want to temper it where it's okay. like, I, I, I find it frustrating temper. also. I find it frustrating the no, early years of Armada's career. The early years of Armada's career where he'd literally en- enter one super major a year, like travel once, like the, the 09, 2010s, that t- sort of stuff. Yeah. And we're like, oh, yeah, he was the best that year. I'm just like, bro, he, he like, performed best that one tournament, and then he went to a bunch of European events. Like, that's great, but I'm not going to pretend like they're the same as, like, the 2016s, 2017s, where, like, there was just three tournaments a month, right? It's just not the fucking same. So something right. that Edwin, I think yeah, that, this for us, <laughs> so I, something that I think is so wonderful about this debate between Mango and Armada is that we know what the other side has to say. If you're on Mango's side, you know the points that are going to be brought up in Armada's favor. You know that Armada's got all the head-to-heads. You know that he has as dominant of a peak as anyone else. And if you're on Armada's side, you know that Mago was there before Armada, and you know, and you know that uh, you know that he was there after, and that he had some level of success. 
I think it's very funny that while talking about these two players, Blur went on a side tangent about how frustrated he was about Mango not entering as many tournaments as as uh, he should be, according according to Blur, because it just shows how much passion we have to where this simple debate that we know both sides of, we know exactly how it's going to turn out, and spirals out of control to talking about what Mango's current actions are. It's not exactly on topic, but I love that this topic itself is so oh, it's present on topic. and is lurking and it's, it's lurking in the background of everything. We're gonna have I a boatload of fun. It. We're gonna have a boatload of fun. Um, but I think a way, a place to start, right? And I yeah. think this is the thing that I've noticed in your content, Toph, in Hugs' content, is it mm. feels like there is like uh, a difference between how some people are approaching this sort of question and others, right? Like the way I see it is mostly because I, I watch a lot of basketball. I love the NBA and I hear, I, I think of like in a sports literature way, right? Who do you think the goat is in basketball? Yeah, wait, who is, I mean, yeah, who's the NBA Michael goat? Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. It's not really a controversial opinion, but you know, mm, Jordan is kind of like the armada of, uh, of the NBA. Oh, oh shut up. Oh, okay. All right. All right. If you think about it, <laughs> he was pretty good. Kareem had yeah. a pretty good argument. Yeah. So, so the, um, the, when I think about it in that, you guys context, are going to love this. Yeah. I, I have an argument that I'll bring it up later when it becomes pertinent. I have an argument that I have not, I have not unleashed this argument in any oh, of my boy. content. On oh any boy. Of my streams, and I'm going to bring it here for the first time. And I actually think it's a relatively, uh, non-controversial one. Is it about the goat or is it about some other, uh, part no, of it's for further down. It's for further okay, down. We'll, it's more we'll just about, it. yeah, we'll get, okay. Into it. I'm excited. So I'm excited to I, open this Pandora's can box. I, can I finish what I was going to say? Basically, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. There is, if you just look at sports literature, you know, there's a distinction between the word greatest and best. It's really hard to know that distinction unless you just follow sports a lot. But basically, the word greatest very much means the like a, a measurement of accomplishments. It's not about like who is best one to one. It's it doesn't like eras are tried, they try to flatten them and they basically say who had the greatest accomplishments across their career. Now, one thing that we don't have that sports often have is consistency. So in sports, like they'll have an NBA season every year and it's just kind of like, it's just kind of how that's how it is. Right. But for us year to year, the scene goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. And so we have a harder time flattening our eras. And I think they might, right. Cause truth be told 1996, winning a championship, 2020, winning a championship in the NBA Maybe you can equate that. Maybe you can't. Maybe you, you give plus points for this or that. But it's not as different as 2004 versus, you know, 2018, right? Like, there's a there's a much larger difference, right? Um, and so, like, we have a similar parallel in the sense that I think Ken is our Bill Russell. And I think, like, you know, we have, like, that whole thing. Maybe Azen's our Wilt because he lost more often to Ken. But he still, like, put up good numbers. Uh, and then we have the modern era players. So we have some level of parallel. But I, I do sympathize with the general sentiment that, okay, it's a little bit harder to flatten for our game because of just the, the, the inconsistency the scene has seen. So do you think that that plays into why you think Mango is above Armada? I think the reason I think Mango is above Armada is because I think his accomplishments – I do I do still use the, 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 the sports way of you know, determining this. Greatest means most accomplishments. And I think Mango – slightly edges out armada i think it's actually almost entirely even 
if you really want to talk about it. But I think in two months, well, that, yeah, that's why we have you on the podcast. Time, <laughs> I think in really literally, I think literally two months time, it's not going to be. It's going to be even clearer, Mango, because I think he's going to get top three at Genesis, SWT, and Summit. Or I guess not SWT because he's not going. But at, at Summit and Genesis, he's going to get. He's, he's probably going to get top three. Maybe he's going to win one. And then it gets even harder. And then within a year, it's not even going to be a conversation, right? So I like that a list like this, which we're probably not going to update for, for, for a bit, has him a number one because it's going to be more accurate literally two months from now. Um, because maybe it's closest now, but it's not going to be that close very – like in literally you know, in a month, two months' time. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because I am Team Mango on this one, but I'm going to take – I'm going to play devil's advocate here. And I'm going to say – because you mentioned top three – couldn't you argue that if Mango doesn't win some of these events, that he's actually not that dominant right now? And Armada, when he's number one, he dominates, right? He wins everything, right? Yeah, I think and I think so Mango's got to win. He can't just get top three. He's got to win for the mm -hmm. gap to become. As someone who has so Mango number one, yeah. he, when the stakes are that high, I think you got to win. Top three won't winning, cut it. Winning, winning so, would do, help do him, but second helps him too. I well, basically think like anything is additive. It, it doesn't ever. Even if he gets dead right, last, but like significantly additive is, I think, what Toph is talking oh, yeah. about. Significantly additive, sure. Could you argue? But could you even argue that getting second would be not additive? Could you argue that him not winning? I mean, I wouldn't, but I could see someone <laughs> making this argument. Armada, if he kept playing, would be number. one. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I Armada fans. No, no, I like this. I but like Armada this. Armada was number one. He beats everybody. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm the only guy who said Armada is the best out here. So I have. Why to do you think? Why do you think? Why do you like, think Armada's? It's like these horrible opinions where Tove is like, I'm going to play devil's advocate, and then I have to, I have to I'm agree here. with it. Uh, okay. So here's a question. Mango gets three would in grand finals of yeah. Summit Eleven. The best set of all time does not happen. We don't get to see him do it all. Gets 3-0. Okay. Now, who is the greatest of all time? Mango. Still Mango? He gets second. That's that's fine. I, I kind of already mm -hmm. had him I, go first on it. I, I honestly don't know. by Zane? No, I, 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 think, I think I would probably have. I think the, the stakes of winning that summit, like, it's not just one major, right? Like, if, even waiting majors, this is, like, one of the biggest tournaments, like, the biggest prize pot in Melee history. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that was one of the biggest, like, accomplishments Mango's ever had. Like, that has to be a... Yeah. I wouldn't call it career-defining because he's had other career-defining tournaments, but it's on that... There's a reason we included it on the player card. I, mean, I, think, I, I think he had to win Summit. I don't think there's a way that you can have a a great goat argument for mango without including summit 11. There's yeah. a lot of things that you don't have to include for mango and Armada. They have so many wins. Um, you know, I'm not going to be like Armada's the best. He won summit three, right? It's like, you don't have to include everything, but there's yeah. no way to make an argument for mango being the goat. If you don't include summit 11, I think there is. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. I know. I, 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 I thought that, I thought that after big house nine and Mango's birthday bash, I think you guys even made an article about it. I thought that's when he became, He's slightly edged out. You could start making the argument. Edwin makes those articles every time Mango wins a tournament. <laughs> I think I thought like those, it's just that, so exciting. Like, <laughs> like Big House Nine yeah. was crazy impressive. Listen. Let's not forget. Like yeah, that's those were after Armada retired. Like I, I felt like that was when it's like, oh crap, he might be the best again, again for me. And, okay, and, and that's, okay. That was I want to I want to ask a crazy question to you two guests on the show we okay i know your answer on this don't spoil <laughs> I don't even, it i don't even know what the question is but i like i want to ask i want to ask you to i want to ask you to blur and tof how what does Hungrybox have to accomplish to have an outside shot in this conversation within the next year 
be the best for one year. It's not that he's not that far. I don't think he's that far. Yeah, that I seems pretty. Think, but that I'm, seems I'm pretty far, like realistically, right? For, for him right now, right now it is. Yes, yes for him is. right now it is. But compared to like I don't know every other human being on Earth, he's the closest. I right? think with Xbox's well, yeah, current but, level, I think he is moving down. Uh, for me, yeah. he's actually moving down for me right now, which which hurts to say. Wait, like like down uh, from I number that, three to like four, or down like the gap? Not between... to number four, but the gap is widening. Yeah, I think it, like the, the one metric that I'm kind of using here because I realized as I made my own list, I was like, really like one thing that does matter. I think is um, yeah, number of years at the top would be one way to think about it, right? And I think that between Hbox Armada and Mango, it, it, it is actually quite close right now. And then you get into questions again of like, you know, our Armada's, Armada's years at the top you could see as being, the gap was wider when he was number one, for example. But but I am uh, kind of using that criteria, right? And I think that for HBox, uh, yeah, he's got he's got some catching up to do. So he's I think have the gap is top. widening between him and Mango maybe, but not between him and Armada because last I oh, checked, like two weeks ago, yeah, Armada's not playing and HBox got second. Now, second's not great, but like, he's still a top 10 player in the world. Like, it's still a little sprinkle on the top, like whatever. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe that's a, maybe that's a thought year. experiment. Maybe that's a thought experiment here. Maybe the thought experiment here is, you know, imagine a hypothetical where, say the game's been out for 30 years and we've been playing for 30 years and we've got Armada. And to make this even more exaggerated, imagine SFAT is literally <laughs> top 11 in the world for 30 years, okay? And then you've got Armada, who is like number one, for two years. I'm just going to make it super simple. Imagine Armada only played for two years and he was the best. And they were two years in the middle somewhere and he was the yeah. best and he didn't play besides that. You know what I mean? Who's better? The guy who was number 11 for 30 years? The guy who was... And, and, and oh, I don't know that. So I think at some point you run into a... This is like the Mewtwo King path. I think at some point you run into like a stop. Like you have to be this, like there's a, like, I think for a lot of us on the all time list, and this kind of goes into like Mute King versus Ken, but like, I think if you haven't reached, like, I, I guess, Toph, you've talked about this on stream before, as far as like uh -huh. density of results, I density, think, yeah. Yeah, I think the level in which density matters varies depending on the range that you're at in the list. But I think at the very top, it's extremely important. Like I, I, I know that, Mute King has meta accomplishments, and I know that he has a I, he has great longevity. But meta I, night accomplishments. But um, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. But it's it's okay. I could not, That's in good meta, faith, right? yeah, put someone like with such underwhelming top level like prime major victories in comparison Black to someone Ford like victories. Ken. <laughs> sorry. Oh my no, god! No, 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 no. So, so the way so I, I think at some point you run into. So I think at some point I think for Hbox like in the Armada Mango tier like being top like you got to keep winning majors and you have to like look dominant like as as, yeah. as like you have to look like the best player in the world for different stretches. So, I think the stakes become really high. So if the way I'd answer that question is this: is that how many tournaments did they win in those two years? If we're talking. Let's say 40 tournament wins with like 20 of those being super majors or something. I don't know. Like it was an it's insane like Armada, active year. Like, Ar like Armada years. Like Armada, right. you know, the, the, like, they, they looked like it looked like when Armada was number one. Basically, I think yeah, what longevity does. Positive head to head is, over everybody, you know. Basically, everything that you do, in my opinion, is just additive. But if we're talking about someone who has won more majors in two years uh -huh. uh, and has gotten more top eights. Or like it just generally, you know, in two years that someone was able to perform in ten, it's like, bro, 
that's that's more that's of a, fair. A, that's yeah. just like bro, yeah. they did more in two than you did in ten. Yeah, you right? could break it down longevity tournament to tournament. Is, you could. The longevity is great, but it better catch you up. Like it's kind of like okay, now Axe has a major win. Now he has more top eights. Like you know, like and it's it sort of starts adding up, adding up, and you're just like okay, well he has more top eights than this guy. He has more general good placings than this guy. And that guy, sure, he did better, you know, individually yeah. on this or that, but it ends up rounding out. Like, let's say you make their 20 best tournaments. You put their 20 best tournaments next to each other. You're like, well, the guy who played longer, it took him longer, but he still has a better list, right? And right. so to me, it's just like that's where, where it starts I'm with ticking. that. I agree with that. Edwin, yeah. I agree with that. My answer is the same as Blur's. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all right, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a uh, just re really quick tweet. I just want to drop this and see if it changes anyone's mind on Hungrybox versus the top okay. two. Okay. Does it change your mind at all that technically, by the criteria we set for majors on this list, that yeah. Hungrybox has the most majors at major first places out of anyone in melee history at 34? And and they're not like. They're like the biggest ones. Like you actually look at the top ten biggest melee tournaments of all time, and it's like you just see H Box's name over and over again. Because he was does this change your mind at all on the top on on his place in melee history? I was dude. I was now. thinking of putting. I it no. I, I mean, I when I I did a list like a hypothetical list. Like I was close to putting H Box. I did a list to predict <laughs> we, the melee stats. <laughs> I actually thought you guys might put Xbox number one. I really did. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna do it. They're gonna put Xbox number one. Can you one. imagine was, it? Imagine us hyping this list and having like having photos of Mango and, and Armada. I, well, listen, listen, listen. And I met it, and I met it away from my my. I realized as I was thinking about it live on stream. I realized, wait a minute, if melee stats was gonna make a list with Xbox number one, and I know you guys, you guys just wouldn't have made the list. <laughs> but I, was like, I think so. I was like, "All right, I guess it's not even fucked up." The reason we would have sent in his resignation letter, and he would have been like, "I'm not being friends with you, Edwin." I no, would have seen I, the writing on the wall, and I would have, I would have put Hbox like 98th or something. You would have been like, yeah, yeah, "This isn't a good idea." This is. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor that the only reason that Mango got number one is because someone put Hbox at second over Armada. Is that true? Well, the the way that it was done was, you know, you have to give a player a like a, a rating. It's not just mm. a like an average of oh, nine point eight or whatever, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So you know, like if you put if I I put Armada, you know, like ten point oh, and then Mango, you know, nine point whatever, you know. Um, so it wasn't just like a yeah. Like there are situations where Mango still could have been first without any ties, and it could have been, you know, you didn't have to have someone put a armada at third to do so but uh right. yeah edwin you want to get into the exact numbers of it i think you got something prepared. yes yes in fact earlier in the week when this list came out i made a brief tweet the tweet was meant to convey a simple message about the closeness <laughs> and proximity of mango and armada to each other but i want to be more specific in a long-form format like this show the actual calculation for the points that went into determining the greatest melee player of all time, it was actually not one point. One point would have been a lot. It was point two. Point, point two, two points. It was that close between Mango and Armada among us six. It was point so, two. Not yes point no. two on was average. A... You mean point two across all of the panelists, cumulatively? Uh, no, no, I think it was on average. So, yes or no, was there a battle that had HBox over Armada in any format? 
I'm not at liberty to. So yes, Wait, that's just a yes. Okay, get chat. That's I will yes. let <laughs> you determine whatever conclusions that you want. I'm going to make a social what? judgment of. I know these guys were yes. Right. That's you an know answer. what? You know what? Then actually, can I ask this question? <laughs> Why not Xbox Number One for you guys? To Weed and uh, this is to Weed and Edwin. Why not uh -huh. Xbox? I'll let Weed go first. I, I I am feeling like. This is a personal attack at this point. This is not anything <laughs> no, no, about no, Xbox. No, 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 no. I don't I, no, I, I have to, first off, I have to hear, is SFAT better than Armada <laughs> if he played for 30 years? 30 years. And now I have to answer this question of why Xbox isn't number one. I only asked the SFAT for 30 years question to try to clarify, like, the boundaries. You can totally see it. SFAT's looking away. Actually, it's like in the morning. I think I can I still, I like the question, though. He looks the same. Like it was no, a good no, question. this is a good question. Because if you made this list a year ago, two years ago, you know, the question of could HBox be number one, that that's like, especially before the Big House 9. If you made the list before the Big House 9, HBox might have been number two behind Armada. Maybe a shot at number one. Uh, I mean, the thing with our, with HBox is, like, we talk about what's additive and, and, you know, what, like, subtracts from Legacy. Currently, we're probably seeing more of a subtraction because I think in order for him to be number one of all time, he has to have the sustained dominance. I don't that... think there's ever a subtraction. It's kind of my policy. I just don't think that even if he literally busters out for the rest of his career and just gets worse and worse, he plays until he's 50. I'm like, God, thing is, do it, bro. It's just, he... to me, it's like, it's just accomplishments get added, not like. But he would not be number one right now. So that's the I thing. Mean, even, if you, up, even if you don't think it subtracts from the legacy, towards... he's not number one and not adding anything only hurts his case, right? I'm with weed on this one. I'm with weed on this one. And it's it's actually, for me, it's actually one reason. I'm sure we'll get into this later. For me, that was actually a reason I was lower on Ken than a lot of people. To yeah. Be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Edwin, I'm with weed on this one. You got sure. your little uh, finger up. I know you want to talk oh, about Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're, so yeah, here's, my, here's my thing with HBox. So I, I'm not going to say that he gets subtracted because he, he falls off. But I do think that like the, like the, the, like the it's basically like in the context of being valued against Armada, like it doesn't help HBox to get fifth or seventh. Yeah. It might like it yeah. boosts him like maybe like a fraction of a fraction, you know, like in in an arms race against Armada's all time legacy, like in order to actually get like in the like deeper in the conversation you have to actually win like really big events oh, yeah. or you have to I mean, he's, he's not really making up any ground in the last and years. and he i think and, and i think that i, th oh, yeah. I think the thing if i can just like finish my point for a sec sorry i, I really i i have a lot i want to say <laughs> on this i i think the thing with hbox that makes his uh drop off over the last two years uh really stand out is the fact that i think you know let's travel back in time to like february of 2020 okay like we don't have to worry about masks. Like we, yeah. we have offline events. Yeah, for we still crossing. know that COVID's a thing. We just don't think it's gonna get us. Yeah, we just don't think it's yeah, like yeah. this is straight off three years of HBox being number one. Like mm -hmm. the way things are going, like he might finish fourth for another year in a row. HBox is well, well on his first way. For a to, year, but yeah, yeah, to to putting to putting, you know, his claim for melee goat. In fact, I would actually argue that it seemed like an inevitability the way that things were trending. I know Mango mm -hmm. had like had one birthday bash, Zane had one Genesis Seven, uh, but like the the point is like you wouldn't have bet against HBox. I think in the last two years, the reason it doesn't help is all the reason it's hurt him is not just because he fell off. It's because his chief rival for that spot behind Armada back then got better. In those got two better. years, yeah, 
and yeah. and not just like got better, but like won notable events. Sure. So I think for HBox to catch up to Armada, it's you know, is it plausible? Maybe I I think it would take him quite some time, or it would require seeing more of like old HBox come back. But I don't know if he realistically is like. I mean, right. you can never say never, right? Like no, I think like, with Mango, and sounds the, like a yes Mango or no question is, is, is due here. Yes, to what I said earlier, I would say one more year of being the best, roughly rank one in the world, and I would put him as 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 goat H box. Does does anyone disagree with that statement? Or do, yeah, you know, what I are disagree. the ends? Yeah, you know I, I, one more year wouldn't do it for him. Yeah, let, 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 let me tell you what. In the, in the game's prime. Let me tell you. Let me tell you know, why man. though. Those years, they, they weren't as dominant. They just truly yeah, were I, not I, as dominant. Could you really be that dominant in 2017 when there's three fucking tournaments a week? Wait, okay, so no, who wait, was, I know where when, you're going. When Armada was number one, he was way more dominant than HBox. When HBox yeah. was number one, it, honestly, we could go through it. We could go through all the old Melee Stats podcasts of us going through the end of the year. Oh my um, God, it was great. <laughs> I Every one of those years where HBox was number one, Armada was like literally one tournament away from being number one coin flip scenarios sure there were tournaments where like he had better head-to-head records than than uh, hbox combined hbox just won more tournaments so sure you know i'm not gonna say that armada should have been number one in 2017 but the argument that armada had in all those years where hbox was number one was really strong and then we Mm -hmm. get into uh you know 2020 who knows what that's looking like it's already starting off with uh zane winning genesis (laughs) and then like already we are seeing zane amazing mango amazing and the the level of dominance that i think that hbox would have to show i i just don't know if we've seen it i, I think we could see it. i think he could be number one obviously it's still possible right if we did okay, this list of a five dominant years. number one year was that would that be enough like Probably if he just not. drops that in 2022 what? What's I, I think it, i think it would I, I think it would i think it would take like late 2017 to like early yeah. mid 2018 i think it would take that stretch for like a year like it, it can't just be six months, and it, it can't be. It would have be, to be like winning six majors and dropping two or something. It would have to be like <laughs> here. I'll, I'll I'll give a specific example of of a moment in time where I actually felt like this might happen at the end of Pound twenty nineteen, where uh, after losing to I think it was Mango in winners, he he beat like everyone that the tournament threw at him that everyone thought would be tough for Ajax. He beat like Plup, Zane, and Mango in a row. I remember at the end of that tournament, me, Wheat, and Ambi were just we were like, "This is it! Like this is gonna be melee for the next year. Like we th- we throw every everyone that we think can stop Hbox, <laughs> and he just beats all of them. It's unstoppable. Like like I think it would require a year like that." Tough. What do you think? How 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 much would it take for Hbox to become your goat, or just so a bunch of major wins? Yeah, I I. I'm I'm mostly with Weed on this one. I think that um I like the argument that it's not just about it's not just about number of years is number one. Like it's like let's actually look at those years and like in a way like almost assign point values, not out of ten, but like imagine waiting them. Player, yeah, waiting them and saying, you know, okay, Hbox was here, here's his bar, and then Armada's is like slightly lower. But then if you look at, you know, you can I'm not saying it's literally cumulative, you add these numbers up, but I think that's a a decent way to think about um how this works and 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 you know i'm, I'm kind of of the opinion that uh i think you know more recent years should count for a little bit more um overall although uh you know i obviously armada i think i think you know not like he's like super old school i think he played pretty recently and i think for hbox to like to literally be the goat yeah especially right now it's tough because of mango situation of just being a lot better than where hbox is right now 
Uh, but I think my answer is the same as Wheat's. So you guys are saying that more than a year. It would probably take more than a year. I think it would take more than a year of like it would take like a year of dominance, or it would take just like yeah nonstop. Like he would have to add to his like prime. Okay, so you're saying a bit. super good year, or like a little bit like long a like crackdown year. Uh, yeah, a, super a good year, dominant, yeah. dominant number one year. Like, we're like, we might not just see some of the some of the best that we've like. We might just see like Ken in two thousand whatever. You know, um, yeah, that I don't know. Key. Well, the way that I okay, so so this is probably you know this could be a, a reason why I value mangoes number one. One, uh, 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 scripts uh, <laughs> number one. Um, and I think this is one of the cool things about the just uh, the debate, right? Is that you can have mango number one, you can have Armada number one, and then there's logical reasons for both. Uh, and I think that there's a lot of great reasons that mango number one, you can be like. He was number one with three different characters. That's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was number one in for like periods for uh, that were like more, you know, uh, further apart from each other. He's he was been a top player for a longer time. Um, but when I look at Armada, yeah. the way that I personally look at it, I think everyone's won a lot of majors. All the accomplishments that they all have, you know, you can you can argue that all day. Right. They've all won so many things. Uh, I tend to be kind of the guy who looks at it more so is like dominance uh which is why i don't really know if i could see hbox going above armada without like a literally one of the best years of all time um because i looked a lot at head-to-heads and i know that like you know armada was all of them yeah yeah that's a problem yeah no that's yeah. not the problem yeah, armada. i think that's why we <laughs> is saying armada number one. that's the thing it, with armada he just beats everybody if if you yeah if you look at it like and so i think this is this is kind of one of the things that the Armada fans uh, were a little disappointed by. Because if you look at the best accomplishments of Armada versus the best accomplishments of Mango, then yeah, it, it's a toss-up. Mango, Mango might win that. Armada might win that. But if you look at the like the middling level tournaments that Armada had versus the middling level Mango tournaments, complete two completely different things, right? And I understand mm-hmm. why that's not really important to look at in a goat argument. But I think that when you have someone like Armada who has done that to a, to a point of consistency that we've not seen ever. It's just, you know, that that's a whole different thing. What he, he placed fifth, like twice or something. He's lost to nine people in 10 years, you know, whatever the, the exact stats are. Um, Fourth is like the worst tournament for him on his list. It's like, Oh, he got fourth. What? That's like his like second or third worst tournament. That's how, yeah. I think beating Armada was like literally the, the most impressive set, that like the most impressive like singular set accomplishment you could have for like can I do a tangential like, question? eight years can I, can I do a tangential question swish delight remove the rest of his career <laughs> and he just beats armada that one time he's top 10 all time it, does he make top 100 like, yeah sure like, he's, he's somewhere how, around silent specter yeah, that's how insane yo, that kind of win is like it's like that's how much i value it because i think an armada win is just that insane it's yeah. just so absurd because he's he, or he's around Zagato. He's around Zagato. If, he, if that's like, the only thing he does, that win alone is like just holy crap! You beat Armada. I don't care if it's the best of three. You touched that guy. So I've I've got a question. What year in your mind? Let's say Mango retires. What year does he have to retire where he's not number one? Is it twenty twenty? Like what what tournament does he not have to play? When to okay. to not be number one? Yeah. When did for he me, become it's number actually, one for of me, all time? It's actually low key Smash Summit eleven. Yeah, I Smash think it's Summit, Summit also. Yeah. I think I think we I'm talked about one. this. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I want to hear from I Blur. I want it because Blur, you said that even without Summit eleven, he was. I, the goat, I, right? I, I had it. I had it at a birthday bash. 
birthday so, bash. Uh, okay. So big house oh, wow. birthday bash. I felt like the fact that he became the best again because I felt at the I, I remember being in the room. I was I was in a circle of me, Mango Zane, and I was saying, uh, I think you guys are the best right now. And I think I, I, I we we felt the Xbox fall off before it happened, like before the the online era. The Xbox did okay at uh, the subsequent Genesis, but like you could feel it. It was just like he's just not as good subsequent. as you know, it was just not as good as the previous three, four years, right? Like, he just, just like the way you pronounce that word. And, and those guys were clearly getting better. And it was just like, bro, Mango, I think you might be the best again. Like, I don't know. And he felt the same. And just the fact that I... And of course, Mango felt the same. He always feels like he's the best. But if you go to his streams right now, and I want you to watch an old VOD of like a 2016 Mango stream, literally, you go to a Mango stream right now, and he talks mm. about himself at all times. It's like constant. I actually want to talk to him, but I want to sit the boy, buddy down and be like, Ego might be getting a little out of control. He's like, just, getting? He's just having a, it's, it's, it's wild. I never thought I'd met, meet someone who was a little bit more egotistical than I am, but Mango's getting there. He loves himself. And I love it that he loves himself. But anyway, the reason that happened is because he genuinely feels like he is the best right now or, or second best. He doesn't really care because he, he respects Zane as much. But the point is, is that at that point in time, he really felt like he was, the best again and i thought that was just crazy because this is a guy who i i at that point of course like everyone else had had his, his second best i'm just like becoming the best again that was like the fourth time in my life where i was just like mango might be the best and that's just too many goddamn times right for me <laughs> not calling the goat that's just There's too many something, times yeah i think that's part of it and i think that another another factor here for for me is the fact that, like i think this might look a little bit different if so take armada right in Armada's waning years before he retired, he wasn't actually ranked number one anymore. Now, I I know that he was really, really competitive and really close with HBox, and obviously he had the head-to-head, -head, but it's not like Mango just became the best because Armada retired. Like, it's not mm, like... Yeah. Like, we have very... We have concrete evidence that, like... Like, it's not that, 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 that oh, Armada retired, so I guess Mango can just beat all these other schmucks and be the best now. Because like Armada was the only good fucking player around these parts, um, you know Armada was 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 competitive with with some of the other players in the field as well. So, uh, so you know that that's, that's, uh, that's that would be a, if Armada like literally was just uncontested number one, uncontested number one all the way up till his retirement, and then he retires, then there's a legitimate claim to be like, look, the only reason anyone else is number one right now is because Armada quit. Like, so, who cares? So, so who that cares? actually, I, because you are an era base, I, I, I'm less so, I, I fly in eras much more, but you care about the eras a lot. So let's say Zane didn't exist, right? Uh -huh. And so we have Mewtwo King quitting, Plup basically became inactive, uh, Armada quitting. We saw a lot of like the, the household, you know, names. PP's obviously wasn't around for many years at that point. You know, a yeah. lot of the gods, a lot of the, the, the household and Xbox which, became which ultimate streamer. You know, just, just, just a general recently. last couple of years, right? And let's yeah. say Zane didn't exist, right? Would you have felt that way about a Mango number one? Where it's like, he's kind of yeah, beating up I, on the best of the rest, I, right? I, like, I agree like, with, yeah, I, I agree with what you're, you're. I'm picking up the cards you're putting down. No, I, I, I think so. I think Zane actually helps to kind of... Because when you uh, mean Zane, you were just like, oh, bro, that's, that's hard. <laughs> like, he might, yeah, that guy I, might have washed our model for all we know. I think I do feel that way. I don't know if that's fair. On a on a on a on an objective yeah. level, but I do feel that way. I feel like Zane adds a little bit of a context to it, where I'm like, yeah, Mango isn't just beating all these washed up fuckers that are streaming Ultimate. Mm. <laughs> uh, I think the the main thing with the like we keep talking about longevity and like what, but but I I think I if I could just like 
put forth the the way I see it, like kind of more in depth. I think yeah. in a game like Melee, which is so, you know, among other esports, I really do think the level of history and like results that we have is so extraordinary. But at the same time, like this, the uh, the span of results at which we're talking about is like 17 years, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have like four years, like, you know, three and a half to like four years or whatever, where you were like arguably the best player in the world, either for the whole year or for like significant portions of that year, like even having that is like, like, like having years at a top one or like top two level is so big. And like that gap, like, like we can't like that's not something to just be dismissed as like like oh well he's played more it's the fact that he's played more in a game that's you know simultaneously long but it's still young like it's 17 years if you have two more years or you're, you're, you're your top one in the world like that that's a that's a big deal like that's you're like you're going beyond just like an era like you you're becoming associated with like the the game's history on its own um when i when i made this comparison in in an earlier like Monday morning Marth uh, after uh, after Mango won Summit. Uh, I, I know a lot of people had gripes with like using team sports as an analogy, but it but I want to use you're this. You're gonna bring up the Patriots, aren't you? Well, I, I'm gonna bring up Tom Brady in particular. Oh God, I think love Tom Brady. I, Let's I, go I think Tom Brady. I fucking love Tom Brady, dude. You can you don't have to love him, but you have to respect him. Well, I, I think, do respect like, him. I do not love him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think with Brady in particular, it's like it's exactly what I said. <laughs> with Brady in particular, there were times where there were better quarterbacks in the league for like a whole year. Like, you know, there was Rodgers when he when he was at his best. There was arguably Breeze. You know, for a long time, I, I thought Peyton Manning was a much better quarterback than Brady for like when they're when the two were together. I thought Peyton Manning was a much better player. Brady had like playoff performances that sucked that nobody taught. I say this as a Patriots fan, like like Brady, I thought was like really overrated for a long time because the, there there were a lot of times like he had 07 and he had a couple like individual years, but there were a lot of times where like other people were winning MVPs, like they were they were they were better than him. But like you know, at a certain point, if if you've been a top two player in in the NFL for like two decades, you've basically had like two different careers where you were one of the two best in the world, like and and during and you've had flashes where you looked like you were the best in the world. That is insane. Now, I want you to think about that kind of longevity in a sport as storied as football. That's so volatile, like football, and apply it to a you know competitive outlet like an esport, whatever you want to call it, like melee, which has only which had you know seventeen years sounds like a lot compared to other esports, but in melee, like that's not that many years. If if you if you've been there for seventeen years, or if you've been there for like fourteen or whatever, and for most of it you were in the running to win a super major or you won super majors, like. I think that's incredible. Like we, we shouldn't dismiss that as just like playing more. It's it's maintaining like a, a threshold of excellence or or like expected excellence. And I, I think that's something that we shouldn't take for granted. The, the, the big argument for Mango is that is that like basically for 13 years of a game's the game's 17 or so years span, almost every single one of those years, I'd walk into a tour and be like, you can win. You yeah, know? but but how that's many of them did he win? Do you remember those like 18th month sure. period where he didn't win a major? Do you remember that? I do, and it was rough. Yeah, he was ranked won. like fifth. He was, he, you know, he was, he was almost ranked sixth. Armada's but worst think, placement in a single and, in a double limited tournament is fifth. Brady had a couple true. bad seasons. It's true. And we're like, not talking you know, about Brady. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, for Mango, it's like I agree. That, yeah, that's definitely the case. Like he's had lower lows than Armada for sure. But mm -hmm. and, and that's precisely why. Like for me to like rank him the way I do, he had to have the 2021 that he did 
Yeah, um, I, I so agree. There, that, he needed to prove that he could bounce comes back. Into play. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay, thought For experiment. Me. We love thought, thought experiments experiment. today. Thought experiment. We love having fun around here. Armada, he yeah. says he's going to retire at the end of 2018, but he means the end. He doesn't mean August 2018. And he goes to Big House and he goes to Summit, and then he retires. Oh. What does he need to do at those two tournaments to remain the GOAT in 2021? With no oh my God. How did he? I mean, okay. Okay, you're just blowing those? my mind right now. <laughs> Big House 8 was, uh, who won that one? H-Box and then Armada was there for doubles and he was like crouching over because he was like, I could have stopped this because that was the I year where he that. was like five and one with H-Box. Oh, or God, this is a much this is a much harder question. Influence uh, 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 tweaking the end of Armada's legacy for me is a lot harder to rash, rationalize about than than simply. Uh, it was, it's easier to say that SFET plays at a top 11 level for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> that he looked the same. Well, that's drawing, that's, well, that's, drawing that a, that's drawing a logical extreme to uh, kind of solidify uh, a point I'm making about which do we actually value more longevity, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, man, I guess he'd have to win them, huh? I feel like not much changes both? if he doesn't. He can't win just one. <laughs> Maybe one of them. I don't know. I mean, it's, what, here, here's the way I'd put it. Week, well, is that if he I think one of those, I think he winning, ranked number one that year, right? I think it's, I think it's close Probably. enough. I think it's close enough. But I, like I said, I really do think it's pretty close uh, between the two. Um, that. It w- winning both would probably do it. I don't think that winning one would do it because, like I said, if I think that Mango slightly edged him out or at least made it a real conversation at Birthday Bash, then Summit became the thing that made it like, okay, I think he's the goat. You know. Okay. So, so if um, I could boil then, it down, then, the then I think those two would would probably make it boil it, boil it probably down. Probably Armada again. Boil so, it even. Broil it. In one in one it. word, what yeah. is why why is Mango the best player of all time? Is it longevity? Because that's what he has over Armada, right? Armada yeah. took, you know, he 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 retired already, and then he actually had his his retirement that seems to be sticking, uh, and he also got into the game later than mango now right. we, we, yeah i think okay, timelessness I, that's it gonna, it's not it's not the longevity it's timelessness. Fact, timelessness. Timelessness. timelessness is a great word for it timelessness was, is the word timelessness I'll, is the word yeah i'm gonna do one better i think blur is gonna agree with me on this one i'm not gonna do so it. it that's it timelessness is the word but i even have a song for you i have a song it's one of blur <laughs> i know it's one of a blur's favorite song. i know which song he's gonna pick and i he already agree and, I, and I think this song encapsulates. It's Mango's a Big Sean career. song because it's he's a got Big a, Sean I, song. Yes. Blur's favorite rapper. And it's a song called "Bounce Back." Last night took an L. I was going to say persistence. I bounced my, back. My word was going to be persistence. And Mango crazy. takes L's, but he bounces back. Okay. Dude, the Toph Blur biorhythms right, right now are literally. That's right. That's <laughs> We're right. waving that's right now. We're waving yeah. right now. Yeah. Does that All make right. sense? Yeah, I'm kind of on the outside. I, I'm seeing you guys on the. I'm, I'm like sitting on the beach, but <laughs> yeah, but I, I appreciate it. They're on the yacht. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Theoretical. Mango does the same exact stuff that he's done. Literally, okay. no career change. He's just not cool. It's fine. I, that, 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 that doesn't, dude. That no. doesn't change anything. Like, oh come on! We do you think that's what it kind is. Kind of a douchebag. He's like a little stinky. <laughs> he like wears he, like cross. Hbox had these accomplishments. Hbox would be the goat. I, I, I think pu- that's what. You're I was publicly calling Armada one for a long time. Like it doesn't. 
Like, it's not like I'm averse. I love Adam. Like, yeah, I love Armada. I, I like do. equally. I, honestly, I have friends with. I almost put H. I was doing my list, and I was like, dude, it's really close between the top dude, three. I was thinking Ar about H. Box number one for a second. When Armada retired, you don't understand how sad I was. It was because I knew it was real because I talked to him uh, in Europe. I went to Air, and we like had a long talk about it. And I knew it was actually happening. You know, it wasn't like even the last one. I was like, yeah, I think this was happening. So you bought your pass and for Air, and you went to talk to him. Uh, I definitely didn't buy my pass. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> spend money. Yes. Um, so, you know, I was super sad about it because I genuinely feel like it was in a massive hole. I think a lot of people put like general influence on the game a lot more into these lists than I personally do. Uh, and that's where like maybe they talk about, okay, well, Mango, you know, has put the game on its back as a content creator, all this sort of stuff. I don't really think that stuff's that relevant. Just like I don't think, then, then it's like, do you count doubles? If you really count influence, do you count doubles? In that case, why isn't Pew Pew like 12th or some shit? You know, like, I don't know, you know? Um, and so so personally, I don't put influence like that that to matter. And, and similarly, I think personality goes in that bucket. And so that doesn't really affect it for me. I think it's legitimately, his results are hot fire. Like, yeah. it's not well, like it's crazy, bro. <laughs> the reason I bring this up is because I think that if I said, why is this player the best of all time? And you say, it's because he's bad, but then he was good again. It's like Ar Armada never had to bounce back, right? Armada's bounce back <laughs> were like, he's like, well, he might be third in the world. And then he like destroyed HBox. He's like, okay, wait, maybe he's not third look, in the world anymore. Look, when Mango bounced back, it was when he went from fucking fifth to first again. You know what I'm no, saying? Like, and it's you're acting like it's it's like he, he became washed. He never became washed. Mango's never been washed in my entire time, right? He, he literally became Armada's good never and then been fifth, good. straight up. Mango's never. How, what's Mango's lowest placement on the SSBM rank? Is it fifth? Sixth on a summer. And then oh, you're fifth. talking about rank. I thought you were talking about. Sixth I thought you were talking about majors for a moment. Yeah, summers don't count summers. Like, for no, majors, it, I was gonna be I like, there's been there's been a couple of Mango stickers. I don't. I don't, I don't think we, he's had a year rank lower than fifth in the in the world, right? No, the, a very contentious so like, year where he got fifth over Mutic. He doesn't. But, uh, he doesn't. He doesn't fall off like that. Like, okay, Armada fell off to one to three, and Mango's is one to five, and Mango has more years, so whatever you know like basically i agree the way i put it and to really like put a bow on it is that i think ken has the highest uh peak dominance of anyone we've ever seen mm. you know i think armada has the best prime overall like as in his general prime years are just uncontested he wins the head-to-head -head against everyone he won most of the things he went to that's just inarguable um mango has the best the overall like greatest career right of anyone and uh, the Crimson Blurs Day is still coming. So, so that's so to, really that's really the big <laughs> list of the greats. I I want will say as the only Armada fanboy on this panel, I think this is such a great outcome. Yes. Uh, Mango's spirit is so persistent throughout all of melee. Uh, it's with every one of us, and I think that having him as the number one, an active player, uh, even if it's you know only for summits this year but like uh, you know it's, he's an active player and he, the spirit that he uh he plays with it's just like it's throughout all of melee i think that's sure. amazing but what i want to talk about you mm. mentioned ken yeah i think that all of us kind of have a certain red marth at fourth or fifth overall um but it's very possible it might not be the same red marth that we have as our fourth best player of all time it's wild. edwin you uh you put ken number four right i did I put Ken number four. Blur, where would you put Ken? Fourth. And I, for, for uh, who, full disclosure, no, I have the same top. Player. I have the same top eight as you guys put out. My top eight is the same. So, who would you say is your fourth best player? I think I put Zane. Wild. 
He's a, Sorry, he's a crazy man. Blur was, waiting, a, for, Blur was a, waiting for me to say. Uh, he's a crazy man. But mind you, uh, when I made my list for YouTube, I want I want to be very clear that I was making a very personal list that I'm not. Yeah. That I'm using pretty extreme metrics for. And if I was, for example, if I was working with a panel to make an official top 100 of all time list, I would have done it differently. So I'm using like, you know, I'm I'm extremely weighing certain things uh, in a way that I probably wouldn't otherwise. Does that, so, does that make sense? So I think basically the way and, you're and doing it I is logically provide, consistent I, with, with your methods. I think yeah, your yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I'm what I'm trying to say here. And I'm trying to make an extreme example that that I'm really weighing uh yeah. the difficulty competing today. That's 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 where I think it's logical. Basically, I you know, I fly on eras, I use the old sports method of like greatest, and I think all accomplishments are additive. These are like fundamentals to how I'm approaching it. Right. The way, fundamentals of your approaching is different. And the way if, if I approach it that way, Zane number four doesn't seem crazy. Whereas my way, I like currently would have him at like 13th or something crazy, you know, because so, it's it just doesn't his his total list of major wins isn't as good. So I, I'll say something on the on the boomer versus zoomer thing uh i think if you're like at the very top of your era that's like a that's like a generational accomplishment to me so i think if you're top five multiple years or or like a couple years or whatever i think i think that's fine that that's an accomplishment that stand that stands on its own especially if you're winning majors right. like i think the impressiveness of that i i i see i see your rationale for it tof i don't i, I don't agree with it but uh but like i I definitely see where you're coming from and talking about like the era today being more valuable. But at least for me, I tend to, as far as the tippy top goes, I tend to like view those things like still like equally proportionally. But I think as you go down the list, like if you're not in the top tier of results, to me, like if you're top 15 for like, a year in 2005 or whatever. It's like the SVAT thing. It's like the SVAT thing. Yeah, like like it falls <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. It falls yeah. off a lot. Like I think. Makes like sense. I think it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, like like I think Azen and say husband have a really big gap between them. Whereas like I don't know if there's a huge gap between like you know Where someone who won a major in the modern era like like Axe and SVAT. You know like mm. for, like yeah. But yeah. I, I know husband yeah. was around for for a couple of years, but like I, I'll give you an example of someone who is who is top 10 to 15 for like a year like crazy jones right like oh, like yeah. i don't think i don't think that's crazy equivalent to jones. getting a. yeah i don't think yeah dope, you know crazy also yeah. known as crazy john, john. yeah <laughs> yes john. like like i don't care that that guy was like, i don't care that crazy jones was was top 10 or 15 or whatever for one year in an era that's like that i'm trying to be as like favorable towards as possible because like that's not something that's like 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 that's not something like very sustainable or like measurable. I think winning majors is measurable. That's a mm -hmm. that's an intergen. That's like a generational accomplishment. I don't know if can, like. Can I do a thing you guys would never think I would do, which is can I make that the genuine argument against Ken, which is I am as, as fourth. I think it's clear fourth. I don't actually think it's that close. But I would like to form the argument that I don't think is being said against him. Mm -hmm. And the primary one that I think isn't said enough is the 06 argument, which is in 2006, PC, uh, KDJ, you know, a little bit, a little sprinkle of the Mewtwo King. And Asin actually was kind of hot fire in 06. Yeah, right? as I wouldn't say, I would say Asin more than Mewtwo Asin, King for sure. Yeah, Asin definitely more than Mewtwo King. Um, and that year was 
the biggest year of that golden age, right? And 07 was also really big. 07, 06, both huge years, right? And so a lot of the time, like the most competitive events of his golden age and of his active period were actually not won by Kent, <laughs> right? Like MLG, that, that, MLG Anaheim, right? New York playoffs uh, was won by, you know, PC. You have the opener also won by PC. Uh, you have, uh, and by the way, Kent wasn't even in grants. It was KJ versus PC grants. For that uh in vegas it was it was stunning when that happened it was stunning it was... right and, and not only that but like you start seeing that um as in one you know mlg orlando and also one of the biggest and and most impressive tournament wins of all time with with Azen's run from the like this weird amateur bracket. Yeah, the open bracket was insane at mlg new york he had to go through like everyone one of the best wins smash has ever seen it was like literally like pound three tier like that level of like holy shit, this guy won that way um like it's very impressive, right? Including going through Ken. And so the argument that I I feel yeah. like the argument that people say about Ken is basically they take it at face value. He was the best for four, four and a half, five years. And then you look at you like, ah, dude, was he really the best in 06? Right. For like, that long. And, I and, 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 and we say H Box's years weren't dominant. 06 was not dominant. And 07 was like huge question marks, right? Like, um, and so it's like it's really 05 and 04. 03 technically, but like that year barely counts. There's not many results. <laughs> So it's like, if you want to make an argument against Ken, this is the way I wish more people would approach it. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna only push back on that a little bit because I agree that there were moments in the middle of 2006 where it genuinely looked like Asin was the best player in the world. I agree that PC Chris did win New York opener, and he also uh, I also think winning Las Vegas is like is like such a huge accomplishment yeah. for that era. I, I mean, still like think he was number one in 06. But the point is, yeah. is, 06 was just which is the most important year for him to be the best you know, was just like maybe less dominant than some of H-Box's years that were criticizing him. You know what I mean? But, but, the, th but, the, thing with, but the, the thing with Ken, though, is that like you look at these events that he did win in 2006, these are events that like, you know, we're talking about a single year of Ken's results. We want to compare that with some of Muticking's best victories ever. Like, I actually think Muticking's prime when he was winning majors, other than like Smash Summit, I think is a game changer for him. I think that winning Super Champ combo was really big. But you look yeah. at a lot of these other like majors that he won throughout his careers. You know, like I don't think the big I, I love Jungle Guy, but I don't think the Big House three stands up to we're talking about just 2006 with Ken, right? I don't think the Big House three is a more like impressive event relative to era than Dallas or Anaheim 2006. I don't, I don't even know if it's more impressive than MLG Chicago 2006. I don't know if it's more impressive than Zero Challenge 2. I don't, honestly, you know, like, I, I think the only thing that even approaches, like, relative to the era, like, if we're talking about 05, 06, I think winning Jack Garden Tournament was, like, such a huge turning point. That's a big, as far that's as, a big win. That, that is one of the, Toph, I know you will love, then, yeah. love when, I, when I bring this up, but, like, Japan was, like, those guys were really good, and for Ken yeah, to go back, all the they way, were extremely good. Yeah, definitely. Like definitely. that tournament victory alone is one of the most impressive, like for its era, tournament runs ever. And like there are so many majors like that that they're not just like tournaments featuring a few gods or a few yeah. top players here. There, they are like the prime events. Mute King, you look at even his number one year. It's just like you know, I'm sorry, it's not up to par with with someone like Ken Hungrybox. Armada, Mango, it is such a, it's like very, I think, so to, to kind of, I, I see where you're going or where you, where you're going with this blur, but I really do think that like, even in, in a relatively weak number one year for Ken, 
I might he's honestly still, he's say, still insane. He's yeah, still insane. he's still insane. And, and in a discussion against Mutiking, I don't oh. think 2007 Mutiking, I think the reason why 2007 Mutiking has such a big reputation, well, there's two of them. One is Mutiking himself. <laughs> <laughs> and the second was that Crazy Return crew battle. That's what people remember. People remember yeah. Crazy Return. They remember Mutiking's stories about him, his Martha or whatever. They remember like the combo videos or whatever. You look at the actual records. You look at the actual events one. Like it's not like this guy had moments where he looked really good and where he looked really dominant, but it's just not there with Ken, like in a comparison so, with Ken. So can I, I want to make a comment and a question following what you said. The comment yeah, about yeah. Jack Garden. The reason why I like Jack Garden as a result so much for Ken's legacy is that in, if you were in Smash Bros. of that era, the Latin Americans were saying, I don't know, man, maybe Javi's the best. The Europeans were saying, I think maybe Amsa is the best. And this is Amsa with an H. And then the Japanese, right. but everyone kind of felt like the Japanese were the best, <laughs> right? There was like an undercurrent is like, these guys were di before we were. We didn't even know what the hell we were doing. We're kind of scrubs, right? Like people were thinking genuinely that these guys might be better. And, and for they them, call the Japanese DI. For them to put the their, their, like basically their legacy and their reputation on the line actually go over there. Cause they had no reason to go over there legitimately, right? Like for them to basically be like, hey, people generally think we might be the best in the world. And we're, we're the ones that entering the biggest tournaments, but we're going to go over there to really show people that we actually are and can actually show that he, yeah, no, this guy's doesn't matter. You know, like, and I think it really cements it because, okay, this was an era where maybe there was less international competition and people didn't travel over, but in the, the time that they did, they showed that, no, this guy, Ken was actually the best in the world. And to me, that's really important. But the question I want to ask about Mutiking versus Ken, and this is the, 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 the big question of where you evaluate Mutiking's legacy. Number one, was Mutiking ever best in the world? And number two, for how long? Like, is it months? Is it a whole year? How long was Mutiking actually the best? And uh, whoever wants to take that. Was he ever best in the world? Was he ever best in the world? That's actually oh, the first I love this question. Oh my God. <sighs> I love this. Um, before, the, the New England before, I, before I continue, <laughs> before I continue, I'm not going to, I'm probably not going to argue very passionately one way or the other about this one, because my, the reason I'm lower on Ken is actually has nothing to do with any of this stuff. Yeah, um, I know. So we'll I, get I to that later. We'll get to that. We'll get to my bit later. Um, mm -hmm. I think Mewtwo King was number one, but I mean, yeah, maybe it wasn't for very long, but I feel like 2007 Give me a gut check. How how many how long do you think it was? Dude, Mute Mango beat him on fucking Dreamland in the <laughs> one. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> dude, that's so fun. It ran it, into, it ran into Dreamland. You know what annoying that matchup is on Dreamland? And it was last off. But why didn't Mutiki go chic in 07? That's my question. What was going on? I don't think he knew who Mango was. Oh, you meant just oh, that you're I, dude, I don't I don't know. Mutiki has never made sense with in terms of his character picks. But I mean, like, dude, I I think he was the best. Person. That that Evo was scuffed. I think he was the best. That Evo was. You know what's funny? I actually thought, as a as a proud Mango fan at the time in West Coaster, I thought. Now, when Genesis one happened, I thought Mango was going to win Genesis. But when Mango a couple months before that went to the East Coast for Rival of Melee, I thought Mutiking was going to smoke Mango. I really did. I was like, dude, I think Power. Everyone's did. I. I really did think that. Yeah, it was very shocking when he won the way he did. And then and, it was and, like kind of weird. Dude, Mutiking, when Mutiking like, was, the thing with when Mutiking was the best was that there was a culture and aura of him being the best that felt somehow more dominant than the results ever yeah. showed. Yeah, because it's crazy return. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm it's really crazy great. return. He just entered all, a lot. Like, and super like, champ combo. Oh, and super champ combo. Champ combo was actually, was very good. That was super champ, 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 champ
he figured the game out. Like we're just kind of like, bro, I don't know, bro. He, he because also the way he beat people that were under like the tippy top tier, it was pretty bad actually. Like they didn't know how to deal with the little mutating tricks that we're kind of more familiar with now. Uh, they started yeah. developing and it became bad. Like it wasn't close games. The thing that always like kind of, kind of looms over mutating 07 and just in general, his prime for me, it's kind of like, uh, so we, I'm going to, I'm going to bring this up to you. Do you remember at the end of 2019 when we were, when we were doing our 2019 MPGR, mm -hmm. the topic of who was number one came up and we we're like, God, like, you know, Leffen didn't attend that at that much, you know, Wizzy took breaks from the game. Remember? And then like, I, I remember this Wheat and I were having this conversation and, and, and I was like, it was either me or him. I forget. I'm going to say it was Wheat because it we're sounds like we're just one entity at this say. point. It's impossible yeah. to determine who's who. So, yeah. We're the same person. So I, I think Wheat said something like, you know, it's funny because I think if I said this like in public, I like people would just see me as such a hater, but I do think there's such a difference between like someone being the best player in the world and just being like very likely to perform in a given like bracket of available players. And I was like, what are you talking about? Then it hit me. I was like, you know, like Hbox is, you know, losing the left end, dropping sets pretty regularly to like Wizrobe and stuff. So the reason I bring that up is because I think 2019 Hbox is an example of like a year where Hbox might have been number one, but he wasn't like super dominant. Like he had people that he didn't want to play in bracket. 2007 Mewtwo is very similar, but I would say to an even bigger extreme. That guy, you know, like he did beat Chu and Korean DJ at majors, but like those two players more often than not beat him. And like a lot of his success in that year came at smaller majors where he would beat PC a lot. I totally, and, I totally buy that he probably sucked ass against Ice Climbers. In <laughs> yeah, he, he, was, he was still not good. Not, not having seen any of those sets, I am not surprised. <laughs> and I mean, the 07, by the way, that we're talking about in terms of actual major wins, isn't it like. And this is a bit off memory. Isn't it just like FC Diamond, Champ Combo? And that's like in terms of wins. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I think that I think that, the, like, not, he got I, a I think seconds. The, he got I think second the, zero challenge and like as, as OC3. But like basically, he really won. He got ninth at Evo. But again, best of one. Like, I just kind of want to throw that away. He did and, lose to Chill and Chic, though, in a best of three. But we got to give Chill and props. We did about his era, right? Mickey did fully. People don't fully say Levin was ever best in the world. Many people don't, right? Because of his uh, 2015 summer. two months, summer. dude. Right. And a lot of people don't say Wizzy was ever best in the world because he had like two months, right? Mm -hmm. Levin had like the Azin thing where it was like, you know, he might have looked like the best in the world for like a second, but like it wasn't long enough to, to it was form just a so short. argument. And, yeah. and, yeah. and uh, FC Diamond was in July 07 and Super Champco was in September 07. Like we're talking about, there's just like a few months, uh, in, uh, you know, between them. Doesn't mean he doesn't want to get second in a handful of things between, but like those are the two big ones when we talk about 07. Even Viva La Smash, Viva La Smash, he was going into that tournament looking he like one four. of the yeah, he, he got, got four because Dreffen sunned him. Dreffen sunned him. Dreffen destroyed him. Sorry, as in one, he means sunned him. Yeah, sunned. As in one, Viva La Smash. So I guess the point I'm making is 07. I don't think it's weird to say Mitch King was the best that year. Whatever. But I think the hard thing I think thing it's is, a weak number one. It's, it's, it's so weak. And in fact, it, the, if you're going to say he's best in the world, it really would be a few months period. Like a Leffen or a Wizzy. And it, bro, mm. it's so hard. It's so hard for me to put that above a dude who was like Ken, yeah. who just like smacked the scene around for years. Like that's hard fact, for me. 
In fact, I would even I would go even further further and say that I think that Mutiking is closer to Leffen than he is to Ken because of, because of what we're talking. You know about. what? He's I will just, go. I will go just, even I, further. I disagree with that, but the damn. <laughs> but I will, damn. I will continue this. I will go even further. I had Leffen at fifth overall. Okay, you're crazy. I had Leffen above Mutiking on my list, so I am fully on this. I am, I am, yeah. The argument, when I did my stream, my, the argument on my stream was who's higher Leffen or Mutiking, and it was actually very close between those two. Ambi Sinister is going to be typing in chat fear, furiously. I will Wait, not is Ambi Sinister not has, a Leffen fan? Ambi Ambi no, no, Ambi, no, Ambi, 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 Ambi has I love him. I was going to assume. I didn't know I was, was going to assume Ambi was a Fox player, right? Ambi is a Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know I was on a podcast with people musicking six. I thought we were like doing Ken musicking. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh I don't know. no, that was the plan, Blair. That was my plan. Okay, listen, I'm going to give. I'm going to give my. Whoa. I'm going to give my hot yeah. take Ken argument. Whoa. This, this is the reason I'm lower on Ken than a lot of these other players. I'm going to give this argument, and you guys are going to be like, dude, you're fucking crazy, and that's fine. But I'm just going to say it. Here's the thing. And here's what distinguishes Ken and why I have him a little bit lower on on my like heart soul list. Again, it's not the fucking. It's not. If I, I go, 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 go. I want to hear this. Right. I want to hear this. With every other top player, with every other person that we're putting very high on this list, we've mm -hmm. seen them try to come back, and we've seen them be able to come back. Mm -hmm. Uh, and 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 this mm -hmm. is even, dude. I mean, I'm even using fucking for my own object, like or ob subjective tastes here i mean i'm using things like like mutu king entered plup showdown practicing for two days like a couple he practiced for like two days and he did and, it was and fun he, he like he was going he very well him. against plup yes it oh, was and i was like wow that was actually very impressive he's like taking games with marth and stuff every other god or god level player or person who's dominated the scene they have tried to come back and they always show that they're able to rise to a very high level i mean I have no argument, and this is like an, a thought experiment here or whatever. I think we all agree if Armada practiced for like a little while, he, he would go to major and be just fine. Like, I don't think... He'd be okay. I don't think he'd anyone thinks... He'd do decent. He might not win, but he'd do decent, right? Like, he'd probably top eight it. I, I would have... Fourth or worse. I, I, I still think it's like, it's like fourth or worse. It's like... Yeah, bro, yeah it's like fourth and worse, right? He's been gone for like three or four years. Ken was gone for a couple years and tried. he did try to come back. And he played for a couple years. This wasn't some flash in the pad. Ken yeah. competed for several years and he was like... He was right. Uh, he was I good. Thought, I thought I thought I wouldn't call it a couple. He, that was that was seven years in between, right? It We're was, talking what, about like 07 to 2014. When or was Kazakali one? Because that was That's 2012. That's 2012. But he didn't he actually got like that, five years. He played yeah, but he played that tournament and then didn't enter anything really no, until started, 013. He, was it I mean that that is the tournament where like he came back, you're right, but he didn't really it was like 13 and 14 where he started playing a little bit again but even still like as and this is me i hung out with ken a lot in that era mm -hmm. he wasn't really practicing i actually think it was like really impressive how well he did because he yeah. was doing well in the sss's he got 13th he was at evo streaming with mm -hmm. santi like all the time he, are you sure i i thought he was streaming pretty regularly with like santi he, I mean, you know, uh, me back then and he was he was playing with me santi some other homies in socal like Okay. relatively okay but he actually wasn't the one on the sticks most of the time if you actually pay attention well, to those streams I, he like he like let me play toxic reflection while he commentated like he genuinely <laughs> wasn't playing that often i think for and i think for me to me that's still really impressive it, it's impressive it's impressive but like i almost feel like for somebody like ken 
I almost feel, I mean, it sucks to, to do the subtractive thing, right? I don't, I don't want to yeah, be Yeah, it doesn't feel like you're hurting him. Yeah. For, it feels I, like yeah. I'm hurting. It feels like I'm stabbing him or whatever, but. Yeah, I don't but, like the subtractive um, stuff. That's my He thing. did well, though. Like, for all things he considered, well. you know. He's, he destroyed West Balls. He did. He beat him so bad. He got 13th at Evo. Like, these are, these are things that, I guess if you want to say he came back, after a break, and it was not a top five player, but a top. Well, what did he get ranked? What did he get player? ranked those years? Right? What was got, the, what was the rank? It was like like fifty, 50 to hundred or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a six year break. It's like it's, I, it's I obviously not why we put him at fourth. It's yeah, like if he, yeah, fourth, like if he wasn't yeah. active, like if he wasn't active at all, I, I I don't I like if he wasn't active at all, I don't think that changes his. Yeah, is like, it worse? 20, is it worse than him just not entering anything again, Tof? He doesn't enter a tournament ever I mean, again. At this point, I <sighs> uh, see. I, I think, by the way, this is not only. I look, like I love Zoomer mentality. I love the Zoom. I love. I love a Zoomer approach. If if you want to be like yeah. Ken came back, he sucked. Zane is arguably the best in the world for two years. He's number four. He's got more. The way I was looking at it. I'm not The way I was looking at it was you've got Mewtwo King who's been gone for quite some time. You've got Armada who's been gone for quite some time, and. Ken has gone for longer. He was gone for, I'm, I'm going to say five years. But in, in my thought experiment here, I feel like an Armada or like, or an Armada or a Mewtwo King being gone for the length of time Ken was gone for, even practicing as little as they do. Uh, okay. How about this? To me, it's, to me, let's it's do, like let's night do, and let's day. Let's do PP. What do you expect PP to do if he comes back like on a, on like a, Okay, I, okay. I, I feel like we're getting off the I, I feel like we're getting off the rails but, a little. But overall, I'm not subtractive, so it's just more of a philosophical thing. I think yeah, yeah that, that's fine. And we understand yeah. the re reason for it, at least. We we don't have to agree with it, but that but that is but uh I, I think that the thing that we, we were talking about before that I want to get your thoughts on, Toph, because mm -hmm. I know I know Wheat's th thoughts on this, but I want to hear your rationale for okay. Leffen above Leffen above Mewtwo King. Um just rationale. vibes. This feels like I left above <laughs> Mewtwo King. Uh, I think it <laughs> was close, it. and my tiebreaker was my tiebreaker was the fact that yeah, it's the fact that he's still active, right? Mm. It's the fact that he's got modern mm. results. Okay. His 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 period, his like his period where he was really really strong is actually just longer than Mewtwo King's at this point. Yeah, I, I think we is you've well, set up wheat beautifully for a yes and. So here's what I'll say: We talked about how Mewtwo King is really good right uh and this is kind of the zoomer boomer uh mentality that that we talked about a little bit the divide between the two eras but his really really good wins when were they like Leffen? summit six was good it was good but then if you oh, talk about his king, like mutu king what was mutu yeah, king's yeah, yeah. nest back met uh nest best jesus christ jesus christ what the uh, what was his next best result? Uh, honestly, Second like champ Uji's combo. Or no, I'm talking about like modern yeah, era. Like champ combo. Oh god! Like era. summit, like, summit six, like and then Canada Cup. Like Canada Cup, second best. Oh, god, second at Canada UGC. Cup. It's like Canada Cup. Who did he beat? Shoot at like Prince Abu. No, no, Canada Cup. He beat Armada and Leffen. Yeah. Oh, it's like, that one. That one. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you yeah. throw him into a tournament with everyone there, he doesn't win. He, he won in 2007. Music's not a closer. You know. Music King's not a closer. This is known. No, Music King's that's not it. a closer. Can we go what around and all agree? Music King's not a closer. Leffen's a closer. No, Leffen's a fucking closer. Leffen at the yeah. SmashCon, where he had the Smash high, most highly viewed ultimate set ever at the time. Uh, <laughs> you know, and he had the whole venue watching. And then he won, and then he won Melee bad. Evo. And he's won Evo. Right. CEO. And he's, 
that yeah, that his, CEO was big. That CEO was big. That the CEO tournaments was big. that he won were so yeah. commanding. Even, even the smaller ones, even the HTC throwdowns where he just made it look like HBox would never win again, right? That was a big deal. That was a big like, deal. The, the way that he was able That's to win. That's a hard tournament. Mango got 17th. <laughs> true, true. Your goat hey, got 17th. Uh, something that Armada's never done, get 17th. But well, the, the, the way that Leffen the won right? these... <laughs> <laughs> true yeah actually that's the reason he lost losing to, to the same C player Rabbit. that losing to, well i know someone else there lost to see Rabbit. Okay. but he won well, the run back and that's what counts that's right the okay. argument that i Sorry, will say no, no, it's fine we, it's fine we, we'd finish up, we'd finish up. <laughs> <laughs> blur was distracted blur was distracted blur, you missed your turn you missed your chance all right we'd finish your thought the argument that i will say is that i you know mutant king's longevity is great right it, the, the length of time he's played is amazing. You're right. He hasn't really been playing. His most recent thing was getting 13th at Genesis. Uh, the only reason that we are not putting Leffen above him consistently. Oh, I did. <laughs> well, like, you know, why well, everyone isn't. <laughs> is uh, It's just because of the visa, right? It's the, it's the visa that kind of messed him up. If he was in America this entire time, I really don't think it's a conversation. Because when he's there at a tournament... And we're going to feel this way at Smash Summit 12, even though we like we shouldn't. If you put him in the tournament with the biggest people in the world, with the best players, he's got as much of a chance as, yeah. you know, yeah. as you, the people you, who we put above like, Mango, exactly. etc. Fully agree. You never feel like he's out. No one ever, yeah, no one ever sits there like, oh, Leffen just cannot win this. No one yeah. ever, absolutely not. I yeah, think the like, one of the one of the things with Leffen that I think I think is really interesting is that like it really did seem like I think in 2015, there was a stretch where, you you know, we talk about left in summer a lot because that, that's like what, what we tend to remember. But like, I think when, when people think of the summer, they tend to think of just like the three weeks, right? Like they, they think of when he won like FC return or whatever, when he won what the Fox what the and Fox. What, like right before Evo. But I think like generally heading toward the big house, like the really interesting thing was that left would look really dominant at like two or three tournaments or like a tournament. And then he'd kind of have like, he'd have a bad showing somewhere or like lose yeah. to someone that we didn't expect him to lose. And then he'd come back and look really dominant again. Like people remember the, the six O like that Mute King had on him at PAX mm -hmm. prime, but like Leffen respond. And, and then after I think Leffen had like a, had an underwhelming Paragon LA, he, he came back at a uh, HTC throwdown and looked like incredible. And I think yeah. entering like the big house five, it felt like, okay, like, you know, Leffen's had his ups, he's had his down, but this is his moment to like potentially like grab like gain the throne for 2015 and mm -hmm. boom he's not allowed to he's not allowed to go to the united states i think if yeah. leffen goes to big house five and he's allowed to go to america there's a chance that we could see leffen finish 2015 as the as the number one player for yeah, for when, yeah, when the events I agree. And, and and the reality where that happens and uh you know like his record i don't know if i don't know because if it's enough the problem here's the problem with with that argument is that his second half of 2015 was like one of the worst Leffen periods. So in the same year where we had the best Leffen, which is the 2015 summer Leffen, we have Dreamhack Winter where he got ninth. And he and that was not a stacked tournament, relatively, right? And he also bombed at Paragon LA, like you said, he got fifth, right? And then he famously lost to Mutual King 6-0 at, at, at PAX, right? Smash at PAX. So it's like his, uh, his lowest and highest points were actually all in the same year. And so it's like, okay... If he had uh, the visa, this and that would have changed. Maybe. We can't really know, and we don't really know. But I think the strongest left in argument is this, is that um, 
almost every year you can compare Mewtwo-King and Leffentu, Leffen was ranked higher for much of their, like, overlapping years, mm-hmm. right? Like, almost, you know, like, throughout that time, there, yeah, he, he was uh, the better player. And he has, in terms of, like, most imp- more impressive wins, like, Leffen has more impressive wins, right? Last I, I think 2017 was the only, like, year where Leffen looked very off. Like, we, we were talking about times when it seemed like Leffen, uh, Leffen, like, was really struggling to win a big event. I think 2017 is probably the closest thing to that, like, for him when he was, like, you know, when he lost, like, Drug Fox and Lovage. Like, I think that's really it. Like, it, it, you, you know, like, like actually. Ballroom, which was, like, a regional. Like, you know, actually, actually, he went, like, Blur now. There. That, yeah. Right. Well, Blur, now that you mention it, like, this is kind of, like, I do think there's, there's, like, a weird amount of similarities between, like, Leff and and Mewtwo-King also, in terms of, like, you know, juggling multiple games, you know, having a lot of years, like, looking, I I think Leffen looks better at his peak, but, but, but I don't know if, like, I don't know if his, his, like, looking better at his peak is sustained to, like, can sustain beyond, like, a two-tournament two two tournament what, stretch what, but i, I do think he can win like he i think yeah. like there, there were never events that i went into thinking leffen cannot win but there was always the chance in the back of my mind like oh god like you know like if leffen if leffen gets this or like leffen's not playing well today like he might lose to axe and um, duck or something and, and the the thing is is that i actually think that um the other guy not mentioned in this tier because i actually do think like like you guys are kind of alluding to I, I at least based on my metric i think ken is considered is considerably above uh, King. I think Mewtwo-King, Leffen, and actually PP, mm-hmm. because the difference between PP and these mm-hmm. other two is that PP has a much more solid periods of time where he was the best, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas, I think with Leffen and Mewtwo-King, you could actually make an argument. I don't think it's a great argument that they were never the best. I think they were, but it was just so shaky and it was for so short, short a period of time that it was really just like they kind of strung a couple yeah. tournaments together and we like yeah. tried to make believe for a second. That, that, PP, that on the other hand... We PP we know definitively like, that he was number like, one. Bro, world. Yeah, bro, they, bro. like there'd be four tournaments and PP would win like three of them. Yeah, or, and, or and it would be yeah. a solid periods of just PP's the best right now, right? Yeah. And and um, that is pretty impressive on his road. I still think the longevity and breath. I mm-hmm. would still put the music games and Leffens above, but I think it's interesting that on a top ten, you can really only say um, Hbox, um, Armada, Mango, PP are the only ones who you can really be like, they super were the best for more than like eight to eight months to a year. Like this is, we're talking about like genuine amounts of time. I, I think, I, I think I would, I would say PP's probably, like, I think PP had like months where like, like stretches of a few months where he looked like the best. I, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't well, put him. It might like, not be eight months. It was more like six months often. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And, that's and, fair. You know, there's a, maybe you can argue for but basically no one else on the list. It, it gets to that long. Right, right. Uh, almost, almost everyone else. It's like a few months. Like Asen has a few months. Wizzy has a few months, barely. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> PP yeah. super majors are also really impressive. Like Apex twenty fifteen, yeah. twenty fourteen, Pound Five. Like those are really prestigious events for, for yeah, him yeah. To they're win, they're which... they're the biggest events. Everyone was there. The kind of events right. that we're saying that Mewtwo King doesn't have. That Mewtwo King did not yeah. win. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah I, I mean that's the thing, right? Like Leffen and, and PP were able to win stuff like that. PP obviously, you know, hurt by longevity uh whereas the other two players have that yeah no the, yeah. uh for sure and i One think thing, so man the, the yeah, thing that would help just not that good 
<laughs> the number one thing that would help Leffen or Music Game if he if keeps playing again, like like it, it seems to be alluding to, that would help their legacies is they just need to be best in the world. I mean, just. But that's like the thing that's really holding them back from that tippy top tier where it's like, you guys really just need to like, you, you, you have the longevity. We believe yeah. in you. You We think you guys can be top three players in the world, but can you really be the best? Because it hasn't I, really happened yet. I'll, I'll I mean, say I, I ended up going at a Mutiking at five because I don't think I while I think on an individual like per tournament basis, it's yeah. the gap between Leffen and PP being able to win a super major is bigger. I don't know if I would say that it's like significantly bigger in the way that like Mango Armada, like Hungry Box are. And like I think I think Mutikings I think for like longer stretches, like Mutiking's a little closer to them than he is to like the the people people above him on the finalists but i do think it's like i like it's something i never would have considered before before talking to wheat about leffen over mutiking and you know naturally well if leffen's over mutiking for this it's reason actually, like it's how, far, how far off is pp it's actually pretty close and i think pp leffen was i mean re, I, I remember like for a long time pp over leffen was like normal on on every list right yeah yeah and only recently do, do a lot of people put him above and it's like Levin hasn't really done that much there's like the smash con most recent one uh i guess not the super small one recently but the one right before that that uh, 2018 2018 was 2018 armada one 2019 right that's yeah. the big thing that Levin added to his resume <laughs> the largest left which i guess is where the wombo will, will yeah he goes like this yeah. Uh, I think that's like that people put him above PP, but historically PP above left has been where it's been at for most of the like legacy talk. Mm -hmm. And so I guess if the smash gun was a tipping point point is, it's like his tipping point, like PP left is pretty close. And if we're saying, yeah, Mutual King is a very much of a conversation, then PP is actually still in that mix, you know, yeah. like in that same tier. I mean, for I every like, every tournament I, Leffen goes to, it's just another thing added to his resume, right? And that's right. unfortunately. I'm, I'm going to propose a thought experiment here. On okay. that note, we, we do love thought experiments. It's coming up pretty soon. Smash them up 12. It just got announced today. Leffen's mm -hmm. coming. If Leffen wins that, oh, <laughs> what happens? I don't know. I mean, oh, I have which he could, already. Right? He literally could. <laughs> He could. No, can I, can I, I, maybe I should I'll, be asking Edwin. Maybe, I'll, maybe I should be asking Edwin oh, because you're God. kind of already. Oh, oh, okay, I so think, correct. I, I think. Right? Okay, okay. PP and Mewtwo King, are they going to win a major anytime soon? Who no. of those three is likely, right? Leffen can I, only go up. Okay, but here's the thing with Leffen winning Leffen, Summit. Okay? okay, he could get 13th to go down, I guess. But <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing with Summit. Okay. Yeah. yeah let's say yeah. Leffen wins Summit. Okay. Let's say he gets first. Let's say his and sheep he beats Mango Zane. Yeah, let's say he, he beats destroys Zane. Zane yeah. He beats Mango. Yeah. Does yeah. that not call the last two years into question? If it's it like does. like how much does do these accomplishments <laughs> means of Leffen's not there? Right. I like, I don't think it calls the years themselves into question. I think it calls, I think it puts a, what I think it calls into question is, uh, we, we, we really have to be honest with ourselves. And I think the internet collectively owes Leffen an apology. We got to, and we, and we should never have been saying this top two stuff. And I want you guys to know, I do personally on my own stream, I make it a point to say top two. And then I say, or three, you know, we don't know where Leffen is. I always say that. I always say that every single time my chat can attest to this. I always say Leffen is probably in there somewhere. Um, uh, I, I, I don't think it throws all of Zane's accomplishments 
Uh, well, it wouldn't get rid of them, but it would contextualize it and like, sure. a, you know, I, it's still course. impressive. I'm but. just saying you guys of would course. look like Fulio's for putting Zane at ninth already. That would be freaking weird. But for Leffen though, for Leffen though, what do you think it would do for Leffen in your list, Edwin? Oh God. I think, for, I, I I think Wheat's kind of like, car like, on this train. That would so be I don't a think I need big that. win, bro. That'd be huge. It would be huge. It'd be bigger. It would cement him as like the best player in the world. It would mean that this, like, mean at least in the last, it would mean at least in the last year that there is possibly the best player in the world who just missed out Okay, all wait. these terms. <laughs> what you just said, Edwin, is why I hate the top two narrative right now so much because it feels like tournaments happen and we call them the top two no matter what. Like literally like, oh, WYSIWYG's main stage? Yeah, Mangle's Zane's still top two. And I agree, right? But the weird thing is there's a part behind my head where it's like, Levin wins uh, Summit? Yeah, Mangle's Zane top two. It's like, <laughs> it's like, what does anyone need to do? Like, well, what are this? You know <laughs> Well, the thing, well, I mentioned that it like calls the other stuff in, into question because it would make me think yeah. that it would like, it would put an asterisk on those accomplishments, right? Like it, would, it, it, but... it wouldn't get rid of them, but it would, but it would, but like winning that tur tournament would do so much beyond just that tournament with Leffen yeah. in, in my opinion. Well, so it wouldn't think, be like, do you think that it propels Leffen in your mind above Mutiking? Well, like, it would make for me that. think that Leffen was just, like, maybe the best in the world <laughs> for a whole year. So th this is what I'm trying to say. It wouldn't just mean that, oh, like, Leffen won another major. Like, add that tournament. to his accolades. It's that he won the biggest tournament. It would be like, okay, okay, you know what? I'm going to put it this way. Remember when PP like came back? he could back? have dominated the last two years. Yeah, remember when PP? Right. so remember before Apex 2015, people were like, oh, dude, like, I don't know if you can take that much time off and come back and win a major. Like, that. Like yeah, I think PP's going to get messed up. Like, it's really tough, the the field is harder and then right after pp1 i was was back I, I was around back then i remember this right after people won people were like it's such bullshit dude pp just like he doesn't play anyone he just studies the competition of course he's gonna come back and win like this is this is such bs he just studies everyone like it, he studies everyone he doesn't go to anything yeah like yeah obviously pp's the best player player in the world that's what it's gonna be like if leffen comes back and wins a summit it's gonna be this crazy thing where it's like beforehand we're gonna be like yeah you know it could happen but i don't know the field got tough like mango and zane are really good yeah. Wizzy and IBW I mean, way tough. Well, and then immediately once Leffen wins, we're gonna be like, oh yeah, like like all you yeah. people that doubted Leffen, like what is we're, wrong with you? We're, we're talking about adding probably the second biggest tournament win of his life, right? Because after Evo, Evo was bigger, right? But it would be it'd be like the second biggest, or maybe you can even say the most yeah. impressive, whatever, because it's yeah, it'd be up there. It'd be it'd be pretty impressive to not have not be able to go to stuff for like a year and a half and just come back and win a big one, right? Like that. I mean, he did uh, that. He did that at Gobble. Yeah, so he's capable. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think – look, I wouldn't be shocked if he wins like because he's left it, yeah. right? But, you know, in a tier of players which don't really have like that sort of level of wins, like each of them have like three or four. So when you add one more, it does change their, their yeah, legacy like, a lot, right? Um, And so I think – I, it would move if he went summit. It would probably move him above music for me. Like I don't. Okay. I think it's already I, close, and I think it would, <laughs> it would. It would pretty pretty clearly put him there. I just want to say I love this conversation we're having. I think it, these are really interesting questions about Mewtwo versus PP and Leffen. I think it forces us to to reexamine the list, you know, critically, think, engaging multiple perspectives. But I, I'm saying this all because I just want to say to every stupid person that was like, "Oh, why do you have Ken <laughs> over Mewtwo? Why do you have Ken over?" Shut up! None of you people know anything. <laughs> 
ever, you ever talk this long about Muji King's resume in detail? You ever talk about tournament wins? Shut the fuck up. None of you people know shit. None of you okay. people know anything. Look at us four talking about specific tournaments. We're talking gears. We're talking resumes. We're talking accolades. There is so much more thought in this conversation yeah. that we're having about Muji King versus two people that I that I put below him. We're having more thought. I, this is open-ended versus just like, oh, why do you have Muji King above Ken? Shut up. None of you people know anything. <laughs> so stupid, dude. Okay, can I say? It's so dumb. All of, you, say, uh, all of you that hate, hate, hated on this just because Ken was one spot about above Muti King, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, I'm so done with these Muti King fanboys. I've had it. I've had it with right. them. I, my, oh my, my interjection God. here is that Damn. Edwin is coming off of a week vacation with his spouse, a belated uh-huh. honeymoon. And this is like the most enraged I've ever seen him. Like you clearly, rolling moly. You you cannot. Oh, I, knew that. You can, I didn't know that. You cannot take him away from melee for a week. Melee discourse is like, yeah, it's, it's like his methadone, right? He needs this. It's like you know, it's like it's not good for him. But if he doesn't have it, he's just so much worse. Do so you guys this see is, this? Uh, this is what Edwin you know, is like God, after guys. a week of vacation. He has so many more years. <laughs> he has so many more years. He played three characters. Oh my God! He won like two premier championships. Did you take like Adderall? Before do you know that? Hey, do you know that? Right, right about the time we started the show, Muji um, King made an interesting tweet. Do, I don't know if you guys are seeing this. Muji King uh, apparently might enter Smash World Tour last year. God, don't, get me, don't get me started on this, this guy in Smash World Tour. What if Smash World Tour, all right? Muji King is going to... I'm a, oh you know my what? god, I, I hope I, I have to eat I've my run, fucking hat. I've, run the, I've so run the funny. gamut from Muji King fan to... Look, yeah. I've earned the right to be a hater on Muji King. I, me and my team, we made two videos on Muji King. I've earned the right to be a hater on, on this. I hope if, if, he, if he goes to Smash World Tour at this point, the way, the way that everything is going... I hope he loses to Wally. <laughs> Christ. I mean, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Wally's pretty good. Wally's nasty. I think Mewtwo getting coming back. And I think Wally's favorite over Mewtwo. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I saw the first Wally. I think Wally's favorite over Mewtwo. Mewtwo is done. Don't watch that second one though. That that second one that, that second one makes me King look really good. <laughs> it's, it's, it is it is actually impossible for him to come back and win. At, unlike Leffen with the summit thing. Uh, <laughs> so mean. By the way, it's, it's, Leffen, it's, it's, wait, Leffen really literally blur. Leffen, I talked to Zane at Summit Eleven, and I was like, "Have you played Leffen recently?" And he was like, yeah, like he was beating me up last time we played. He like won all of the last mm-hmm. sets. Mm-hmm. Z- Zane's a bit humble, but, you know, he's, he's a humble man. But but the point is, is that Levin winning Summit, I can see it. Muji King winning SWT, I cannot see it. Like it was, I can't see No, I can't This see is it. a hypothetical oh. of like, you know. We're sweating once, once he sees Wally in bracket. Mm, I don't and know. I, say, I think it would be incredibly cool. Zane's, Zane's going, right? Yeah. Zane's going. Even if Pops he could get going. second, I I don't think he could beat Zane. I I don't think he could beat Zane. No, or Mango. So if he like, gets to like, Zane, Mango's not going to Smash World Tour, I think, right? All so. right, but in general, like it basically, it, it'd be very difficult for me to believe, see that happen. It'd it's be a cool. fucked up crowd, yeah. It'd, it'd be, be cool. dope to see him, you know, come back and tearing shit up. I still think he'd do better than losing a Wally. 
Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's just a funny. It's it's like a funny possible. It's plausible he's, enough to where he's gonna he's gonna practice for a month or two. Like Jason is, you know, he's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I will say on a on a serious note with me, and just just really quickly because I know this is off topic. I do think like based on whatever wait, wait, wait. like we. I don't think it's off topic at all. Well, I, I mean, just like how Mute King doing, like the conversations around Mute King always spiral into like a into like a thirty minute discussion. True. So the yeah. the one thing I'll say about Mute King right now is I think like I think he's still like clearly pretty good. I, I like yeah. I don't think he could I don't think he could win a major, but like I think if someone like Kadoran provides like a, an idea of like you know the <laughs> upper range of like current Mute King's potential, I think like you know somewhere in the median is probably like Logan. Like I, I like I, I still expect Mute King to do really well against like top ten to like twenty five foxes. I think like he'll still be really good against most of the Falcos. I don't know how he'll do against like someone like Face Roll. Like I don't know how Sheik will hold up against some of the tougher against yeah. some of the tougher opponents he'll play in bracket. But like I, I mean, I, I know how he'll do against Face Roll. <laughs> yeah, I've actually, I've actually yeah. seen that set. Both yeah. sets, in fact, fair enough. Pretty. Yeah, but uh, fair enough. But I see. Well, well, I mean, yeah, I see very pretty, very yeah. pretty. Like I think yeah. the Falcons will be tough for him also. Maybe I think like the top three, like SJ. Edwin just, none, Edwin just lived in half the community, so it's gonna, it's gonna be tough, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It's not, it's not possible. Is that I think Mutikin comes back if he actually comes back, you know, goes to tournaments. I think he hits a hard ceiling. Like I think that those, yeah, agreed. I think I think H box, yeah, maybe he he's always been able to like get sets off of H box, but in terms of like doing well versus H box, always been hard for him. Mango, we talked about that. Zane. As it stands right now, pretty impossible. Uh, Leffen, you know, Leffen's possible. Plop, totally doable. Plop, I'm, I'm not well, too dude, confident. I think I'm not. I'm not expecting Music to be no. plop. I think and that's then, a hard shot. You start. get like Wizzy and stuff like. Yeah, it, dude, it just gets scary and scary. You know, maybe he beats S Fat or something. But uh... Music comes back, and I expect, like you said, <laughs> maybe fifth or sixth again. Like it, it's possible, doable for him. Yeah. But we really need the best, and I don't think it's. I mean, like, bro, if you get if you're that good, you can get there, but. As we've been seeing in this current era, the gap of the tippy top versus the next, next, and the next, and the next, it's actually weirdly been widening. Um, <laughs> you know, like they've just been getting well, really, really good. The tippy top, right? I mean, it feels like the people who are working the hardest are the like the the IBWs, the Zanes. Mm, yeah, not Mango, but Mango's just I don't know the talent <laughs> level with that kid. Kid, I, I don't freaking get it. Um, I mean, I think he works hard. He works pretty hard, okay. right? He streams a lot of hours in the day. I think leading up to tournaments, he works hard. I think he definitely leading takes up. breaks. But so oh, I, yeah. I think the the Mutiking, Leffen, and PP discussion was, was pretty good. I think we're all in agreement that like they're they kind of are are closish together. I think I think for the most part, like the top element of the list or like the, the top 10 is pretty like self-explanatory or you understand the rationale for different parts. Like if you disagree with something, you like you could kind of see the rationale for it, even if you don't agree with that yeah. rationale. Yeah. What yeah. I want to talk, and I'll give my answer in a little bit, is I want to okay. get each of your thoughts on if there's one thing in the list that you, you could really change or because you don't see the rationale oh, for it. Oh, I know it. mine. I know mine. Yeah. I know mine. Oh. What, what would it be? Toph, start. Mine is I think bananas at 96 is offensive. <laughs> yes, too low. dude. You DM uh, yeah, I do. Like I think that I do. Out. I think that I think that I because uh, it came out right and 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 okay. Look, I think that if you're going to be subjective, and you have to say this, then you have to say, look, I'm putting him in the ninety to hundred range because he's a fucking wobbler, and I think it's a stupid strategy, and I think it's ruining the game, and blah blah blah. Okay, then that's fine. No, okay, I, I I wouldn't I, I wouldn't dude, put it in those you, terms. You, 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 uh, you kind of put it in those terms today you, while talking to me. 
<laughs> well, it like very it jo- is so, half joking. Listen, listen, it is so rare that you have players that just fucking get multiple like wins against three beat, god level players. That is three, three, five player I think. Player. I that think really his rare. accomplishments are. I think his peak accomplishments are incredible. A couple top eights. He, and he, he ended up making the list, but I also think that Bananas has a short career. And just in general, I on the on the panel, I am okay with being the outlier on this with him. I yeah. think volatility of ICs goes both ways. Like we think about their peak accomplishments and stuff, but we don't think about like you know Bananas getting like losing to Surfero and stuff at. At like big events, we don't think Wait, about Surfro's like. Surfro's pretty good. Yeah, yeah but we're, because, we're talking about. Just because I, you I know don't know who Surfro is. Just no, I know. I know who Surfro is. is. He beat him with he, he beat him with Ganondorf. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I, think I, I remember pretty this. Good. I think yeah, Surfro's no, I, pretty good. But we're talking so about all time legacy. Surfro beat a player that you have ranked quite a bit higher <laughs> than Bananas. We have look. I, I'm talking. I'm talking about like all time legacy at their best, right? Like yeah. I'm just saying, like okay, as I, someone I, who dude, hates volatility, if you, dude. If you beat three god level players, I just, I just think nine of hundred is offensive. Yeah, but, know. but like he, he wasn't around for much time. Like he has like in lows like that. Like to me, I was okay with being the outlier on punishing people for like really rangy volatility. For what it's worth, I have Bananas ranks in front of me right now for where the rest of the panel had him. And it was like, it was pretty all over the place. So one of the pan- panelists abstained on having Bananas somewhere. Power, another yeah. panelist I don't know who had it was, him, but that was another, another panelist had him 90, or another panelist had him 115. I had him 104. Uh, one other panelist had 92. And the last two panelists that gave a vote had him. Sofero beat, beat Moki right after Bananas. Sofero beat Moki the same tournament. I'm eighty one. Was that the, was that the mango? Sofero's pretty good, dude. No, I I, I, I think yeah, I think Sofero. I think Sofero's going. I know. I know who he is. He's, he's got a nasty Falcon. He's All right, got a nasty Falcon. We're talking about the he's gap and like player. top one. Joe, yeah, but he beat him with Ganon in that event. Yeah, hit me. Go ahead, wait. So, you get an email, and it's from PG. Yeah, and they accidentally send you the list. Yeah. And then they, they, they think it's someone else. You know, they think you're yeah. Edwin. Yeah. Uh, and they say, does this look good? Is this correct? Like, just double check to see if we have everything right. And you yeah. are allowed to make one change. You're allowed to be like, it's you bananas. Can't, you can't is make that... a bunch. Oh, because... I put myself at one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But seriously. Okay. Um, Where do you move bananas? bananas? Bananas moves from 96 and you, you take. So that is oh, your choice. God. You move, you're moving so bananas. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Specific numbers. I do think are a lot harder at, um, just give me a range. I'm at 81. I will. I will. Say yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Like 70 to 70 to 80, 90, somewhere between the 70s and maybe 96. the low 80s. So 90. I don't know, man. Who else was in the 90s? Like who was 97 and who was 95? Dude, you you said 86, and he and he ended up like 92 on the list. Listen, that's like as someone. This is, this listen, is what I mean. Wait, 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 wait. Listen, Everyone as someone, <laughs> as someone who was ranked 90th. For multiple years on the MOM ranking, let me tell you, getting ranked Dude. in the 90s when you feel very strongly that you should be in the 80s hurts every time. And I know you're just, you're just thinking, oh, it's just the 80s and the 90s. Let me tell you, every time I saw that I was in the fucking yeah. 90s and they put like fucking Reno at the time in the 80s, when I'm tossing people around. So I'm imagining you saying like Scion. I was Scion. very upset about it. I was very seeing, upset about I it. I imagine you saying like Blooded Object or like Scion or something being like, that's bullshit. No, those guys are, well, those guys, no, those guys are amazing. Those guys are okay, amazing. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. No, those, if anything, Scion and Blooded Object should go up. 
But uh, let me tell you, let me tell you, when you're in the 90s, you see the people in the 80s, and you get very upset about it. Yes, I would put it in the 80s, and to you, it doesn't feel like a big jump. But to someone in the 90s, let me tell you, because if you're in the 90s, you're almost not on the list. When you're in the 80s, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm in the 80s. All right. I muffler. respect the I respect the empathetic perspective. So yes, I would put it in the 80s. As, as a perennial, as a, as as a 90s-er, I I appreciate your perspective. But Dude, to me, three, as a panelist, Mago be picking and pulling, and then he'd be like fiction. That what like he beat like fiction. Yeah, he won NFA over fiction. Yeah, he beat a lot of people. I lost 20 there. bucks on I lost 20 bucks on betting against bananas. That's why you you are just like jaded. You you have a personal vendetta against him, and you're taking it out on him Edwin, by ranking yeah. him 104. Dude, if he was not an Isis player, you would have put him higher. <laughs> maybe, if he was a maybe, Fox maybe. player that beat Plump Mango and fucking uh, who was it? Uh, Mewtwo King in his yeah, career. You would have. I don't fought. mind. Be, I don't mind being the volatility hater in the in the bottom. The rest of the panel outweighed my opinion on this. That was fine. I don't even it, know if it, you were the volatility. Was Safer? Was Safer his worst loss? Yeah, like, me no, and the his worst loss. Did he have worse losses than? Uh, I, I think he, I think he has a couple in Texas. In Texas, but like I, I wouldn't really count. Yeah, I wouldn't really his count. Lowest ranked. He lost it. Like he lost to Morse Code and STJ, but both of those players are good. I mean, so Safaro's also good. Safaro's also good. Safaro beat Moki. He beat Moki. Safaro's good. Where I, did you guys put Moki? Don't answer the question, Edwin. He's just going to use it to make fun of you. There you go. Don't supply him. But I think yeah, but I think Safaro beat him at the Mango or something, right? But yeah, my I, memory's rusty. Yeah. I think bananas yeah. as a as change is one that I agree with. I, I like getting that DM. Uh, so if so if I let's say I got this DM from Toph, that was very funny to, to, to see. I also it wasn't a DM, it was an in-person conversation I had with Blur at main stage about someone who should have been higher. Now, Blur, you get to narrow it down to one person. Are you oh. you mentioned Rob Money? I don't know if you're picking the same person though. I might not. Okay, so could I do so clearly, Edwin has a problem with it. A lot of my, a lot of the ones I think should be higher or lower are like plus or minus five. Mm -hmm. Some of them are plus or minus ten to fifteen. Right? All right, that's crazy. Um, so some of them are larger, but overall, I don't think it's a bad list. You just don't want to get uh, yelled like at. I, Edwin's in a yelling mood right now. No, no, no. He is only at Mitch King fanboys. That's it. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I said, the, you guys' top eight, which is the part that really matters the most, is the same as my top eight. It's literally the exact like carbon copy, the exact same top eight, and a lot of the players are in the top 25 are around where I would have put it them with plus or minus sometimes a few. Um, and so one of the most egregious ones is Zane, which I have more closer to like the 12, 13 range. And you guys have had, had all the way at ninth. I'm not going to make use that my one on him because I think literally in two months, I'll also have another nine <laughs> because I think he's <laughs> SWC Genesis and some are going to happen. So whatever, he's going to get up there anyway. Like this kid's going to be within a year. He's going to be in like, the seven range, right? Like the seven, eight, six, five range. That's here. Like it's, it's, he's going to go up, whatever. I, I think it's too early to put him that high, but fine. Um, I think Cody was a bit egregious, uh, with, um, him at him <laughs> this high already. Like I, he's right. He's, he's above wobbles, for example. And just like, bro, like, did you know wobbles his career? Like it's, it's a lot to me. It's not that close. Uh, and that one. Um, and so some of the, these are like the higher rankings. Uh, the more, like some of the egregious ones, I think probably the most absurdly egregious one is Swift Base. I, I mentioned it earlier. No, um, I Swift love Tim Tilly, but like, of course, there's people. Dude, I love Swift there. Base, but he's usually like a dude that just gets 33rd, 49th, and almost everything he's ever entered. And he has a lot of longevity, dude. and it's great. But like the the great tournaments that Swift Base has 
they're just not there, right? And the people around him are like, I mean, Rob Money is a straight like 14, it was a 13 ranks below him. And Rob Money was like top eighting his entire era, like over and over again. Bananas was beating God level players. And he's we're talking like, about the Falco, ranks, right? We're talking about yeah, Falcon. Like we're talking about these, this is the sort of stuff where I'm just like, okay, Swift Base is just super like a, it doesn't make sense. I also thought Meds making the list. He's, he's, Meds is actually the, in the best form he's ever been right now. Uh, but and he's a dad. And he's a dad. <laughs> How did he become a father thing. and he got better? Yeah, one, yeah. Boy, I, I was thinking that the thing. other day. He might be one of the I, only people to do that. Wait, Edward, where did you guys I, put Swift Base? We have him in the mid eighties. Eighty five. Mid eighties. Above, above wife, dope, husband. Spark, like with, with, about Spark, like Tofa, it's just even a modern comparison. Oh, I think it makes sense. Well, I, I think I don't know. I think Spark should go up, but you know, like so. So, so blur. So for me, if, 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 if I, can, I can say something really quick about Swift Base before you see, I'm I'm talking quieter now because I'm I'm getting text to keep it down. But uh, oh. just just really really quick. One one thing on Swift was that he just um. You know, I, I'll say me and one of the other panelists really, really agreed on this. Uh, like one of the, one of the things we, we joked about, like going going into making the list, is that we thought that like Swift Base was incredibly underrated, and because you know, like just seeing him get stuff like thirteenth or whatever at Don't Go Down There, Jeff, like beating, like getting really top notch career wins over like a ton of the best talent on the West Coast, along with just like consistently being like a top five player in the Northeast or or at least like New England. And like doing so much with so much there, I, we really thought he had like one of the most underrated careers because he was because he was always just like hovering around good and just like good enough to like always take a set off like a top thirty player in the world when when everyone least expected it. Look, like he has I, longevity, like, he has a lot of top one hundred years. I, yeah. I, I think him making the list overall, sure, but like eighty, like the people he's above in particular, it's just like, bro, like move him down 10, yeah. 12, 13. I think I just loved people, his longevity a lot, I, and I also I'm biased because because I'm, I'm, yeah, I like Swift. I'm biased for Swift as well, but I just think you guys went a little too far with it, right? Would that be uh, your change I, then? No, actually. Um, yeah, you, you're, you got to use your change to put, put someone up. You're not going to use your change. I, I want to, I, okay. I, okay. I, I, the, I have a few others I, I, I would love to list, but whatever. I'll skip forward in terms of like, these were my nitpicks. Also, but, I looked it up and Swift, the, the, the best person Swift actually beat it. Don't go to other Jeff was Sheridan. Don't get me wrong. I love Sheridan. Fair, fair Don't get me wrong. I love Sheridan. Bananas, you know bananas beat gods, bro. Like, like, just say it. All right. Anyway. Um, so the guy I would move he up. He's been Pocky D. Damn, he took out all that. He took I, out I all think, that crew. I he think, beat Pocky D and Sheridan at the same tournament. He beat all the so I, I, I'm the split here because I think Ice was really low and Ice could have gone up. But the guy oh, I really want to, I, I think I, the guy I would really push to go up, um, is probably Shroom. Um, and so he got 20th. Okay. And really? I know it wouldn't be by that many placings. Yeah. But when you're 20th, in the top good 20, placing. When you're in the top 20, like every placing matters. Every placing matters a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And who who I, does he go above on the current list? In the, a in lot the top of people, 20? actually. A lot um, of people? That's above yeah. him? I mean, I think who? he goes to like... Maybe is he above S-Fat? He might be 15th, bro. Like, is he's he above hot. S-Fat? Maybe. I don't think that's, that's actually good for as, a, wow. as a NorCal resident, as a longtime NorCal resident, that's actually not as hot of a take as you think it is. Yeah. Is it because of the that's years? Like, that, well, <sighs> nationally, he... Um, like, Zach basically the last few years has been overall a little bit better, but not by much. Dewan um, is the higher peak for sure. Dewan was Dewan yeah. on the yeah. first yeah. MLM. Yeah. And, he and was top eighting everything with Doc. He was. He yeah. top eighted all the majors. It was insane. 
Dewan was crazy. And so I, I see him below hacks, for example. I'm like, look, I love Aziz. And same with Johnny. Um, I don't see those guys as higher than Dewan. Almost like that. That felt like 20 was the lowest you could possibly put him. Actually, I felt like 18th was the lowest you could possibly put him. And you guys somehow managed to go to 20. Um, and So you would he, put him for sure above hacks. Who was 19? Edward, who was 19? Who was 18? Hacks was 19, I think. Johnny. Hacks and Johnny. Like, Dewan was just getting top eight every freaking year, man. And, like, it, it was, like, very consistent and was for a large lo- – like, in terms of longevity, almost no one beats him out there. Um, if you want to add in the multiple character things, I don't really care about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, I looked yeah. him at as usually – you know, you compare him, let's say, in Axe's career. You guys had all the way at 12. And it's like if Axe didn't win Summit, that's a pretty even comparison. It's not that far, Right. It's pretty close because the one sometimes was yeah, above inter- X many times, and it was yeah. it was really really close. And it's like I can see the one going up. below. Like it, it just it just seems weird to me because there's a guy who was just getting top eights left and right, like over and over and over again for so long. Um, so I think that'd be the one I would change the most. I I think the reason why uh, um, I think I think the reason why we thought twenty or around that range would be good. So like, just really briefly l- looking at his votes. The highest vote on him was 19 and the lowest was 23. So this was actually something that the panel was pretty like, you know, relatively, you know, four spots. It's not really that much from like 19 Someone to 23. put him at 23. Like, I'm just like, who, what? I, I think that, that <laughs> I, I think the thing with Shroomed was that his consistency and longevity was really good. But I think like compared to the, the reason why it might seem like there's a gap or not even a gap, but, but like the reason why I, I don't think he has like, like if you think about his best major, like he he has really good wins at majors. Don't get me wrong. Like obviously beating beating PP is great. Beating Mango Mango great as well. I don't know if he has like anything like a like a second place run that S Fat has at like Shine. Like I don't know if he has like I don't know if he has if he has something yeah, like Clash. Yeah, okay, he, I, I mean, mean even that's a I smaller that's run, a, but yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a that's a fair argument for putting him at like 16th or 17th, right? But he's at 20. <laughs> right like you don't think and, hacks or johnny have like an argument at all not really i don't think so i guess by like, annual ranks it's it's like he was seven like annual rank, he was, he's almost every year he was higher than johnny and hacks like literally if you just compare like year to year yeah, like, earlier in the decade for sure is just just better almost their entire careers they overlap and he has more longevity and he's better almost every single year they were playing at the same time so for well, me it's like it's relatively clear that dewan was just better but for but, a I, time, but i do think right? yeah, i do think over the last like five years like sfat's really you know, stayed stayed up there. And- Zach, look, Zach Dewan. I think it's you can make an argument. I would maybe edge to Dewan, but I don't know because Zach's been really good recently. And fine, I think those are like right next to each other, right? That's fine. My argument's more against the people that like Johnny and Hacks, Johnny and Hacks, and even maybe even the the KDJs and Isaiahs. Even like you could even go that far, right? Mm. And I I'm I, I'm actually lower on Isaiah than almost anyone. Uh, I think. That I suppose I'm, I kind of favor the old school sometimes. I think Isaiah's peak is a, if you actually just break down the results, he fell off hard um, once 06 came around. Um, KJ was like, What if he tried, Blur? What if he tried? <laughs> KJ was never, never like super the best, and he has like MLG Long Island as a, as a great win, but. That's a lot of yeah, but I also think that you're you're like comparing people who are potentially best people with major wins versus someone yeah. who's does not have those but has more longevity. Yeah, sure, I yeah. don't think KDJ and Isaiah comes back to the S fat. We have we have 
the list has S-Fat I'm telling you guys, I brought that up for a reason. I just think it's right that we get out of the way. The list has S-Fat above Korean DJ, right? So it's like, if I think Dewan and S-Fat are like roughly equal, then there's something to be said, right? And I don't think for KDJ, it was really he was best in the world. Like, I'd agree if it was like, yeah, but he was really the best. It was like, KDJ wasn't really. He was really fourth, you know, probably. Like, no, don't say that. That that breaks my New England heart. Bro, 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 like... (laughs) Ken was he beat me. He beat King. He had great he, records. He just didn't. PC, he just had school. DC was clearly, clearly above. I think Music Bio Seven was clearly above. Like, you know, like he was probably fourth, and and that's great. But Shroom, like, what did he peak at? Like sixth? I think he peaked at sixth, right? It's not that different in terms of peak and longevity and overall prime. It's not close, right? So, if you're saying KJ's one year, year and a half. Uh, beats the 10, sure, but I think Dewan has a great argument just like SFAT does. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, you know, we were talking about this at main stage just for like a, a brief bit. Um, and one thing I mentioned to you that I think is really, it's something that going into this, I didn't know how important it would be, but like having another year, like one year when you're watching it happen, right? When you're living it and it's just like, oh, SFAT's like top eighting stuff again. It doesn't feel that big. But when you like look at it at the accomplishments, like the the scope of it all, having another year is really big. So if you look at SFAT versus Shroom, the fact that SFAT has what, you know, past three years, four years, he's been still performing at a pretty decent level. And you mentioned, you know, maybe he wasn't peaking the same, you know, but like 2016, SFAT was still really good. Is what, right? Like seventh or eighth? Um, I, I do think that when it comes to Shroom, it might just be for some people. One, the shroom that we are seeing currently is is obviously not the shroom that we've seen in the past. Which he, he literally threw against Ringler. He literally he, he threw he against was, Ringler. He was trying to lose. I know that for. I was like, if this, if we were in any other esport, they would have investigated that match for match fixing. <laughs> match fixing, like, yeah, straight up. They would have been like, no, no, no. You sit down right there. We're gonna start investigating right on the spot for match fixing. Uh, but since we're melee, we know that he just wanted to get drunk. Yep. So, <laughs> so that's Wait, wasn't S Fat number seven in 2016? Was he seven? He was seven or eight. Uh, I think was his overall peak, which is still very high. I mean, if you if you want to talk yeah. about like Shroom, that's comparable. comparable. Uh, I mean, he he had those wins against Hungrybox. Obviously, lifetime not not favored versus H Box. Yeah, not but, recently. Like, having those wins, that's still really good. I, I mean, Shroom Shroom does very good, and and you you yourself are not even bringing up the fact that the the what he's done for the meta in terms of uh doc yeah and mm-hmm. it's really great uh he did and, with and, dr mario bro yeah that character and, sucks and then he <laughs> went to a different character and did really well and then he like yeah. beat wizzy with marth yes he, he it's, it's pretty incredible dewan's insane so we what's <laughs> what's your change then so what were the were there some rules as to i can't move someone down i have to move someone up was that the rule no that's not even a rule i just think that it's like it's it feels better. It imagine feels somebody better. watches this <laughs> and it's that person and they're like wow you really used your one shot to move me down true <laughs> okay no it's fine i'm, I'm acceptable I, i'm accepting this that it's gonna be mean chew that you're moved down <laughs> this is my one <laughs> i'm moving you down you know, I, I love that this is yours because this was a very controversial this one was. a lot of a lot of people have chewed like controversial nine. huh a lot of people have chew it like that's pretty common right i i, so I, I am, to tell us after i i kind of felt this way doing it uh and i really felt this way after seeing oh. how people responded i'm kind of in like a you know 
kill all boomers type of mindset with this. And it's like <laughs> what Chu has done for the amount of time he's done it is so incredibly impressive. Right? Yes. It's so okay. incredibly yes. impressive. Where's the and butt? Yes, I can't wait yeah. for the butt. The butt's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so Where's sick. the where where's the wins? Where are the where is does he win like Wizzy does? Huh? Like he's what just is, another S fat. He's another thirty year old S fat. At the no, end of the day, Chu's no, no, another fucking S fat. Was S fat was what top fifteen the entire time? Chu, okay. we're like Chu's got so many years of legacy, and it's like thirty fifth or whatever. Dude, and to, it's to still ground impressive. it, to ground it, how how far do you are you talking about moving him down? Are we talking about like one spot, two spots, ten spots? That's a good I, point. That's I a think good question. Uh, below below PC. Why don't why don't we say? What is that? What is that? For? Okay, so that's you're fair. Two spots. I think that's so super okay. fair. Wait, wait. I'm uh, sorry. Fair. Below, below Wizzy. Let's get him below Wizzy. Okay, are you including main stage? Because main stage uh, actually might move up Wizzy one or two. That's how crazy that is. We we were talking about this. Like, how I view it right now, I think that Wizzy with main stage would, would be above Chew. Wizzy without main stage, I think, could, could still be above Chew. But yeah, put him below PC, put him below Wizzy. Those are two players who, who were actually able to win majors. Yeah, I wanna, I, I'm down to put Wizzy up. I'm definitely down yeah, to put Wizzy up. Yeah, why not? I think Wizzy's... <laughs> Main stage was a good win. That's a that's so, a big dub. Let it be known that yeah. out of the balloters yeah. on Chudat, I had unsurprisingly had Chu the lowest at fourteen. You're the icy sater. Is it yeah. weird that I both want Chu move down, but I want bananas moved up? Is that weird? So the the highest Is that weird? Uh, the highest uh, <laughs> the highest placing for Chu on our list was nine from one yeah, of the panelists, and that was the lowest of fourteen. I I think you guys what's what's funny is that the the your panel. I think relative to community consensus, a lot of people have two at nine. Two at nine is like a normal. What a yeah. lot of people I've, heard, I've heard this. I've heard I think this. It's just one of those two like you just see that he's the wins. Hey, can I step out of the bounds of? Can I step out of the bounds of talking about this with any with any even sense of it, objectivity, even whatatsoever, remotely in the slightest? <laughs> yeah, and go just ahead. Like, I love it. As, I love it. We were all around in 2018 or whatever, 2017, 2018. Um, what was it when Chu was like they they put him. Really high, right? Seven. Because he was, right? Oh god, because he that was beating Mango. And then, and then, Ugh. and then he, and then he fell back down to earth. And what was he at? Like the next rankings? So what was the? the I don't think he made the top fifty in the, in the summer. summer rank. In one of the summer runs next year. So he was seventh the summer, on the rank. summer rank. I think he was eleventh on the the year end rank. S two J was above him, which and then meant... immediately went to forty six. Well, he didn't make the summer rank. Yeah, he, yeah, he didn't make the top. He 50. didn't make top fifty for summer. Oh, for 2018 summer. And then for 2018, he made 46. He made 46. For me, <laughs> I'll just say it. I felt like that. I was like, finally. I was like, I was waiting. <laughs> it's like, I was waiting for like the universe to course correct itself. I was like, dude, yes, this is where. Cause like, dude, I, okay. I, Chu doesn't watch this shit, right? Okay, whatever. I don't think he does. Chu, I love you. I have a lot of respect for you, but you know this. And I know this for a fact because he came up to me in the tournament. Uh, and we were talking about this. We like sat down at some tournament during the year he was like seventh, and we we're playing friendlies. And I was just like beating him. I'm like, dude, I don't know, but I just don't think he's that good. I don't know. I just I think Nego just literally gets grabbed and fucking gets wobbled and loses. Dude. And I, you can't say this because people get upset at you. But like my like personal, again, this is extremely. There's there's no, no objectivity. Whatever, but and, I just and, dude, and it I just, should be said. It should be good. said. It should be said that uh, tournaments harder. Era, friendlies are. And and across eras, he's done well with or without wobbling. And True. In fact, no, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. I know that before yes. it was even events, yes. he was getting his yes. his peak. So in fact, most of his best results are without wobbling. Almost all of them actually are. He's, without choose wobbling. incredible. Choose incredible. Choose incredible. Choose dads. It's is don't get me wrong. 
Uh, so to clarify <laughs> that, but I will say this. I was sitting in the chair commentating that dream hack where it was Mutiny's Gam versus Chudat's Fox. And I oh, thought, oh. in my mind, I couldn't say this on God. commentary because I'm supposed to keep <laughs> things hyped. You're supposed to be professional. Yes, it I'm was the worst melee you've ever seen in a top eight, right? It was, was the worst melee you've seen in the top eight. I was genuinely wondering if you put me in as the third player as a free-for-all, yeah. Do I beat that Ganon and that Fox? <laughs> do, I win, <laughs> do I win those? Because <laughs> I'm just like, no, I don't that know was a bad. That was a bad game. Was, Honestly, was, one of the stupidest <laughs> counterpick cores. Oh ever. my what god, it was so bad. Yeah, that's oh. like you think like eighth character. Choose like Fox, not very good. <laughs> like everyone's if, if you played as Fox, you know it's like it's like not that good. And you're just like this is in the grand finals, and almost while I find that like super awkward, it's almost impressive. Like this guy had the level of influence <laughs> on the game ten years after his prime. See, that right, this is what right. I was sitting down to these do. Are, see, I, these are the kind of arguments you can't make. I, 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 I could not be part of this rankings panel and make this kind of argument, right? I can't say, dude, I just fucking played you, and I just felt like he fucking <laughs> kind of was overrated as fuck. Like I, I can't say that, right? But, yeah. I, but for the end my, of day, like, he was very doing personal. Grants. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, he was yes. doing grand, and at the end of the day, like, and then he bro, did. He got fucking forty sixth. So yeah, you know, you know I don't know. There what were, happened. I mean, throughout his eras, <laughs> there were a lot of people who just like kind of bopped him, right? How was uh, how was Az and Chu, Edwin? I don't think it was right. close. Yeah. Oh, not well, close. I, well, I totally I, I love that you. I love that you brought this up, we because this is one of the things that I held against Chu, like similar to like we remember again, like this is I. Okay, look, I am a high climbers hated. I'll I'll just I'll just say it. Just say it. But but I but the thing that I that that like bothers me a lot is the is like the volatility and how we always remember the good the like high points. We wow. remember Chu for winning like pound two, but we but like a lot of people forget that during during that era, like when Chillin and Azen were active and at their best, like they they destroyed him. Like Chu lost mm. a Chu lost a bum. Like like you know and like even in the even small. the modern era when like. When she was getting like his, you know, his his mini renaissance. Like you remember the MDVA summit when he went there and just got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He yeah. got thrashed by Red Milkman. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Jerry or, or Jerry, I forget yeah. if Jerry yeah. Beam or not. Another, but like, oh. another thing to say is that like even regionally, right? Um, MDVA for the longest time was H2IL dominated. A lot of people had resentment over it, particularly because. One strategy mm. that uh, uh, Chillin and Chu would do, and I'd love to make fun of them now more in the modern era where no one does this stuff anymore, is Tope was always a threat, right? Tope was so good. And that's a guy who I actually think should move up on, on, on the top 100 list. But was he? Tope, uh, he was like... Is he on there? He, he is on there, but I don't... I, don't, I, I remembered okay. I, I wanted him up. Not he was uh, 66, 66. Okay. So, so I, I would say move him up a little bit because he's actually a little bit underrated. But nonetheless... Um, Tope was never win, able to win a local because what the, the strategy that HOI would do is that because Chu was un, unbeatable versus Sheik, in fact, that's one of the craziest all time records. Um, him versus Sheik, it's like Armada versus IC's tier, it's like like the, the old Mute King versus uh Falcon yeah. tier, like, like it's just like bro, he just doesn't lose, right? Um, and so what they would do is they would make sure that wherever Tope was, whether it was winners or losers. They would, they would send Chu. Yeah. They would send Chu. And then they would split the pot. And, they would split, and then they would split the pot. So basically, they'd have winner semi chill and chew. And then they would make sure that they would chew would lose on purpose to chill it. Like literally, garbage characters. 
go to losers, take out Tope, because Tope could be chilling completely, right? And then it would be Chu chilling uh, finals. And if you're going to count some, something against anyone for anything, stuff, stuff like that. I'm like, God damn it, Chu. You never had to do that stuff because he was the best player in the room in those locals. He could have just won. But, like, even locally, he wasn't that dominant because the guys, like you said, like Red, like these milkmans, like, oh, Carlos yeah. here, those guys would take plenty of sets. Like, those are not, like, if you're talking about a person who's, like, in this top 12 range. Dude, we used to, we used to roast Chillin' and shoot for this shit was, before I was, was as close to Chillin' as I am now. Uh, yeah. I remember it was one of the CEOs, 2015 or 2016. Everyone's hanging out by the pool and Chillin' and Chu walked by. And I was in the pool with, like, Hugo and a couple other people. And Hugo saw Chillin' and Chu walked by. And he said something like, uh, and they were talking about something and, and and Hugo was, I guess, feeling a little bit, you know, he was having fun or whatever. And he was like, oh, look who it is. Like, what's the, what's the, what's the, uh, you know, what's the strategy this time? What's the plan this time? You guys thinking about, you know, <laughs> like, what's the, what's the collusion going to be? Well, who's, who's throwing to who this time around? And they were like, they would, they would make sure they would. But anyway, so I think that is, um, like you look at the people around him, like, Maybe like we we're, have a we're, we're so high on the list that you look at the people around yeah. him. You go down 10, 15 ranks and the people in those ranks ran the region. Like for, for like often five, six, yeah, seven, yeah, eight, yeah. nine, ten years. Um, and uh, Chu actually never ran his region. As it was better uh, locally uh, in uh, the early years. Mind you, tough region. It's the, one, it was, was the hardest region. And then... There was a period of time where Chu was the best, but they had to do these grime and stuff. And then actually wasn't the best, right? Uh, and was dropping left and right. And so I don't think locals obviously matter as much for when you go this high on this list. But it is weird, right? Like when you're this high in this list and you're just like, Very what? Fair. Now, I'm someone who still has Chu really high despite all this because I think, I mean, he's insane. But what Edwin is saying is right. Is that, that in general, a lot of people be like, oh, Chu has all these second places. Like he was the second second best in the world in mm-hmm. the the can golden age era it's like no asm was the second best like that was not only that was consensus there was no argument asm was the second best she was third right. best right he happened to get a lot of second places because uh maybe who was entered and whatever and he was really consistent right but um you know asm was genuinely like just across the board considered and his results speak for it, second best in the world um sometimes some people would say there were periods where asm was the best um, depending after what tournament you're talking about, uh, but nonetheless, um, it does. It is a bit of a knock. I still think it's crazy though, because the longevity is crazy, and I do think his old results. The are peaks insane. are insane. The he was ranked insane. second in the world at one time. Yeah, and and, and it's just like a long. It's just a long period of time, and um, you can make some nippy yeah. criticism about almost totally. everyone around him um, that they're similar to the ones I'm making about him. Right, so. And then the I still think he's really high, but I see what you guys are saying, and I don't think it would t- be insane or it wouldn't take a lot for the guys like Plup, Axe, Wizzy, etc., mm-hmm. to solidify themselves above him because there are knocks on his resume, right? It's not as solidified as I think the Asins and Kens are that that are a little bit above, right? Yeah. All right. So I think this is a. I'm going to go somewhere a little different for what I would change about the list, and uh, he's going to be like nothing. I made the perfect list. <laughs> Yes, actually nothing. No, um, I think that I think the one thing I will say is that like, I think for so in the in the process of creating the original nominee list, we originally we ended up with like 120 or so for the for the panelists to vote from. But in the process of making that that like list of 120, I had to cut it down from an initial like 
180 players. So I think there's a couple, there's like some of the people at the bottom of the nominees list who either the panel overwhelmingly declined to vote on or are ranked significantly lower than some of the other players. Um, I have a cup, not so much regrets, but I do kind of wonder um, if I replaced like some of the 110 to 120 spot players with like the people I had envisioned in 121 to like 130. I wonder mm. like, you know, would it have made a final impact on the list? This is something that I, I thought about. And like, I, I mean, I, I could list like several examples of like, like when you're, when you're grouping players like this, it gets really difficult for to yeah. kind of make like who's, who's your most notable snub, like basically person who didn't make the list that you're just gonna like, ah, maybe they should have from the, from the top hundred or the nominees list. Let's go with the top 100, but I'd also like to hear both. Okay. Okay. So I, I'll, I'll keep it directed to the list since that, since that was wrong. I actually don't know why I brought up the nominee, nominees thing. It totally was not the prompt at all. But my uh, big thing that I guess, I guess it wasn't really that big of a thing because I put this player at 100. So I was more than willing to understand that there's a good chance that he wouldn't make the list. But I wish Sung made it. I, I, th- so- I think that... I think that Sung would have been That's such. You could have given with me in the in the in, in, on I the think call. Sung would have been such a fitting 100 spot, not just for the <laughs> well, accomplishment. If you really want to have at 100, right? You can't yeah, place I would have been 100 right. on your ballot. Well, you have to put well, him at like 60 or something. Yeah, yeah. I should have metagamed it. But the the main thing with Sung is that I think like and like this is something that that uh, one of the other panelists agreed with me on this and and um. One of the things with Sung, I think, is in addition to winning an SSS, which like, you know, in 2014, it I know it's not a major, Zeus. but like, but like, let's be no, real. It's like, it was, it was basically a major. Really <laughs> yeah, it, it's like yeah. literally as stacked as a regional can be. Right. And like Sung won one of those, dude. Like, and in addition to that, like you talk about his metagame impact. Sung is one of the early users of a technique that every single competent melee player not top melee player but competent player in 2021 uses a lot of that is attributable to sung and i think for having a player with you know if we're representing metagame impact on the list and we're trying to represent all these different eras and contributions to the game i do think if there is one thing i would have to change i would i would want i would want sung there like at 100 I understand why he, he didn't I, make the list. I but. love the call. I love the call, and I want to wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> you know, that's a that's a kind of a fun uh, little thought experiment. Is like, who would you, you know? So we we got to see the hundred, uh, and obviously, you know, not every player can make the hundred. So so I think Sung's a fun example, of someone who doesn't make it. But let's talk of like honorable mentions uh, because we didn't really get into people who didn't make it. We didn't really publicize a lot of the people. Uh, after 100 i think we said 101 we revealed 101 like not officially 101 was caveman right oh so that we really we're close able, to making it for sure we were able to talk about that but yeah i mean like do you guys have any particulars who you didn't see make it who you think deserve either to make it or deserve a shout out right here because my think- chat is really uh they're they're really plugging larry lur they think yeah. larry Lur. yeah i've been so that from some well, so apparently was Diskin not on there but we no, already talked so, about ICs. I don't want to bring yeah. that. Yeah, the, so so the thing I, I'll say about Larry is I, <laughs> I mentioned before that I had nominees that I was considering like that that I I basically cut Larry out of in favor for. He and wasn't one even of the, a nominee. Yeah, he like barely missed the cut. Like, like he weird. 
he was Larry. like one tr- yeah like it was really close between him and because the thing is it's like so larry's thing is that like he was a cons- like when when he was around like he didn't go to that much but when he was around like he'd go to events and do pretty well like he was like he was power ranked in socal and everything and the he thing didn't is travel much i will say yeah so even, it's like i was active during that area and even as as right. someone who was active in that era uh, Larry really didn't go to much. Yes. So. so like that was one of the things, but like he was around for a while, but we had people on the list who already kind of like represented that contribution. If that makes I would sense. Rather, I would rather over someone like Larry, someone that I think if I'm not mistaken, didn't make the list. I would rather see somebody like Falcomist on there. Falcomist was another like one. Cho- so I, I talked about like the players. I wonder if they made it on the nominee, whether they would have challenged like what about 96 Lucian? to a- What about Lucian? Because Lucian, I, I Lucian, was, Lucian was also, Lucian was also at, out of the nominees list. But like, I, I considered him like, I do wonder like people like Larry, DOH, Daryl, Esam, like even Esam to an extent, like. Wow, Daryl I- wasn't on there. Yeah, Daryl barely missed the cut. They keep bringing like, up Esam. There must be some results I'm missing because I don't even think that was. Esam beat Javi. We're Isam talking was about good. Larry's sons. Like people were talking. Esam was really good, but like Daryl the reason good. I bring those up is because like yeah. there are other old school players that I had in the nominee process. Like yeah. I had, uh, I mean, I mean, I guess I had Pink Shinobi in there. Like I had KM. Pink like, Shinobi. Giano. Oh, bum, bum. Yeah, I, I will say I am surprised. I am surprised to see like somebody like Swift Base as high as he is. And Nazi picture Larry, of Alchemist. Or, yeah, like like part know. like part of me wonders like if those players made then like would they have challenged like some of the like ninety four to one hundred people like maybe but one of the things that I found in the list is that like you, you know like even looking at ninety ninety six to hundreds like it it's really stacked like there's a lot of really really good players like I don't know if I could confidently be like oh like Larry Lur was robbed like he should be over Ty you know what I, I mean for me, when you're getting yeah. when you're getting I to think, that level it's me, so tough I'm actually I'm actually more towards I think there should be like Magi wasn't on there right Spark yeah I imagine Spark, Spark was on there, there. Spark was on there, Spark was on there. but on Magi there. didn't have as many years what about what about uh Siren Siren was like in the 140s or so. 140s, like, really? Didn't he get like ninth at a pound? Like, I, the, oh, Todd yeah. So, so like the thing is, you have to think like there are so many players like that, right? So it's like when we were cutting it down to like a list of 120, we're trying to represent like different contri- like unique contributions, right? Yeah. So it's like, like I, I had to include a couple old school players. I had to include people from the post brawl era, a couple modern people. Like I mentioned DOH as someone who I, who I think barely missed the cut. So I do kind of wonder like if the, if the panel would have voted. I don't think DOH barely missed the cut. I don't. Oh, you, like, you don't think, you don't think he's I in think, the I think, a guy, I think a guy like red, for example, would red, probably okay. uh, so red yeah. was at, um, I don't, I don't, I feel fine, like revealing. Red was 109. He was like right on. Okay, he yeah, was like, on the outside. So like that, I put red above. I think Doh is probably 120. So I don't think maybe it's not that. Cr- but I, I don't think he's like the 101, like the the real. Yeah, yeah. That we're talking about here. Um, That's why I don't feel too bad about some of the based nominees. On, based on everyone we said, we might be right. Sung might actually be the guy that I'm like. That might be the person that the most- was was the most snubbed because. Yeah, he did have a really good period. I mean, um, winning an SS is better than like anything the, the, the people in this ranking, like air, like this this tier. Any of them did, you know that that's more impressive than any of the other ones did. 
All right, so um, I'll, I'll tell you guys something then. Since this is this is a show, I, I don't really care if this leaks, but, you know, like, there's so many people in the in the viewers. I, I, I don't mind revealing this. Why don't I tell you guys the 101 to 110? Sound good? Okay. All right, so let's, the, let's hear it. Let's 101 hear it. was Caveman, as we said. 102 was Santiago. Mm, 103 no, was Slocks. I'll that on the list. So. 103 was Slocks. 104 was CDK. 105 was Tink. I, I well, it's worth noting one person declined to vote on CDK. 105 was Tink. 106 was Captain Smuckers, who I have to admit I was the only person that ranked Captain Smuckers in, in the top 100. I don't think Smuckers is in, that close. Smuckers does have gang. That's that's yeah, really yeah, what it comes so, down to. That's it. It's, it's not. Yeah. It was over Zayn and Crush. What an insane. Anyways, I'm sorry. If gang were the only tournament to happen, if it were like 2007, uh, like you know 2008 or whatever, and that was the only tournament to happen. Yeah, sure. He's so Sung, Sung, Sung was 107. Android was 108. Red was 109. And most interestingly, Laudandus was 110. Oh, Laudandus could have made it. Absolutely. Wow, yeah. Lottie I mean, yeah, I say I had Lodandus Lodandus pretty pound close. is better than, again, anything in this tier. Anyone's ever, you know, Laudandus fifth are like the two best of this tier by a, a large margin. You know, in terms of things they they did in terms of peaks. Uh, I mean, Santi, you're, you're sleeping on the Smuckers. I think Smuckers beating Zane and Crush was insane. But that is a, that is an insane peak. I mean, as well. yeah, you're you're right, you're right. It's just Smuckers. I think the the rest is actually just really really doesn't yeah. isn't so good. Um, I mean, Smuckers was able to have some pretty insane wins every now and then, but yeah, not not uh, consistent to that level. I had Ladendis at like 101. Uh, I think yeah. Slocks could have made. It. I think Santi is really good. Santi. I'm gonna I'm gonna pl- uh, take this, you know, take the assignment. I'm gonna be a little weirdo about it, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a player who would not have made it um, by the time that voting ended. But I'm going to like fix the rules to a way where I sound really smart. I'm gonna say Kadoran. <laughs> I think if we make this list a year from yeah, now, Kadoran makes it. Well, oh yeah, of course, of course. Honestly, obviously. honestly, Kadoran from just main stage might just that might be enough. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll just happened I'll, right I'll say after Kadoran, and on. then does yeah. Kadoran is he like one hundred if we count everything up to main stage? He's probably know, higher. So. Oh, what about Sung? What, what about Sung? Wait, how did he do at Summit? <laughs> he got nine. He got, he got a right? win, but I think he ended up getting thirteenth there. He got yeah, a I think I think he needs main stage to get get in and. With that, he actually does make it in. Just, I mean, just that he night. got he got top eight at Riptide. He got top eight at Smash World Tour. He got top eight at Low Tide. He got you know he is like wait seventh that at Riptide. Really good. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> the, what you just said yeah, back I to guess back to Yeah, probably I think he's probably just in there. Kadoran's probably beaten Absent Page's resume, right? Like if we're using oh, yeah, that, he, as that, a, he has. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Literally, the words you just said back to back, I'm like, that's. Yeah, like absent pages are 100, and Kadoran seems like he he's definitely past that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty insane. Edwin, yeah. we got to redo it. <laughs> Re-release. People are talking about Polish, like because Polish winning, uh, <laughs> getting second at SWC East, like straight up, that's and winning crazy. SmashCon, and SmashCon. Smash like, you guys think Polish kicks out Mike G and takes the peach spot from the nineties? Nah, I wouldn't be able. I wouldn't be confident without looking at Mike G's resume. I think but Mike Polish G is on his way there. Mike G Polish should go yeah, to the box. That's insane. Yeah, all uh, I know about Mike, all I remember of Mike G's, I remember uh, on Smashboards a while back when you know the earlier, not early, the mid days of Smashboards. I remember uh, Shroom did no idea who Mike G was. Dewan was not impressed. He's like, "Who the fuck is Mike G?" This was like wow. like 2011. Yeah, I know. I was shocked. Uh, 
I was so shocked. He didn't know who my we, G was. I think uh, I think now would be a pretty good time to go over some of the uh, some of the questions that we have for uh, Tofen Blur. Okay. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, every every week for our guest, we usually ask for uh, questions from the Patreon. So we we have two guests here. So we actually got uh, we got a bunch of questions. Um, now, usually what happens each week is that the the kind of running bit is that I talk about how bad the questions are. And then the next week, the questions end up being good. I will say in terms of quality, these questions are very good. They're also nice. a little mean. So we're going to try to find some that. Uh, Whoa. Ask me the that... meanest one. <laughs> mm. How mean are we talking here? <laughs> Who are they mean to? Is yeah. the Edwin, do you have any lined up that you would like to ask? Why are they mean? Are they mean to like. <laughs> The people being ranked, or they mean to us? Yeah, are they mean to me? <laughs> well, <laughs> my feelings now. Yeah, that's the Blair, real question. Blair, do you remember? Um, do you remember playing a link named Save State? I don't. In friendlies, I do not. Okay. Apparently, what happened is that you went around saying that you beat Save State in like, every did? friendly. That sounds then... like something I would do. And also sounds like something you would do. Apparently, uh, Save State won like every single friendly that you guys played. First of all, I want to let you know, Save State. I that sounds like we all. need to set up a good old fashioned money match. Okay, number one, what it sounds like I me. don't remember any of this. Number two, I think I make it very clear and transparent with my public persona that I would lie about something like this to everyone's face. I don't and know so, if I. Uh, <laughs> so I, don't know. I feel like I don't you know have to Save State. <laughs> okay, here's here, let something. Me, okay, let me let me ask it's just a an part actual, of it, bro. All right, yeah. here's a here's a here's a fun uh, here's a fun question. Who would win in a head to head of melee Jeopardy between you two? Me. Tofen Blur. I win every single melee Jeopardy. Dude, I would I even tried say, to lose one. Time well. still I would like I would like to say me, but the truth is I watched some of those VODs. Tofen's a monster, bro. Like uh, sometimes I was Damn. just like, all right, Blur, Damn, win. You got Blur that shit. Blur would win. Oh god, okay. I think Tof I've gotten lucky. Tof knows I'm only humble by the things I'm good at, which is if I'm being humble right now, that probably means I would win. So that's just the thing. All right, then I would win. Wait, wait, wait a second. Maybe I would, maybe I would lose. Okay, well, let's – here's here's another It'll one. That, uh, but Tof's a monster. Tof's a monster. Here's another one I, I have for you, Blair. From Melee Stats member Amy Sinister. Do you think you win the run back versus, uh, versus Serial Rabbit right now? <laughs> he did. Oh, right now. I did win. And, no, no, uh, like right now. I don't think Cyril Rabbit plays anymore, so probably. First of all, I don't like the, the word run back there because me and Armada <laughs> okay. were literally drinking together. We were literally shot for shot drinking together, and somehow his win, his his loss doesn't count, and no one talks about it. But my loss counts, even though we were literally the same Your loss, listen, Blur, you're, no, this is a good point. I can explain it to you, though. Are you curious Bro, about this? I was do you want me to explain exactly to you as drunk as Adam. We I, were that's fine. Switched. That's totally fair. But do you, do you want, are you curious as to why people talk about it the way they talk about it? I know why they do, and I think it's unfair. Why do, they, why do you think they do? Because I lost to another Kirby. <laughs> because you <laughs> lost to another time. Kirby, and the other guy is Armada. Okay, I get that. All right. So, what just those walk, people? The Kirby is feel, like, okay, there's a precedent. The other look, one's Armada. I can take the Moon Knight loss of the chess. I don't think the Sierra one's fair. And I think you're, it, it's it's just not consistent and not fair. We all said Foundry doesn't count, except for one human being. And so I can't drink, but everyone else can. This is bullshit. All right. This is a this is a good one to give you, Blur. Um, which SoCal players do you think never got their due credit? Oh, wow. Um, 
a lot. I, I'm, one I'm going to name right now. You can't answer Sung, by the way. That, that I can't answer Sung because we already did it. But also, I think a Ruffle, the, the Luigi. Um, he oh, was definitely. like, he actually had a shit ton of wins. Like, you actually look at it, you're like, dude, Ruffle, had, like, okay, his um, overall, like, um, placement sometimes wouldn't really show. But if you actually go in those brackets, like, He'd, he'd be beating top players left and right. And and I know it may not sound as impressive, but him being in like the 10 to 15 range in SoCal at that time is insane. It's still insane uh, because at that time, being 10 to 15 range in SoCal means you're top 40 in the world. <laughs> like that's how insane, how stacked SoCal was relative to the, the field at the time. So I think most people don't talk about Raffle. Most people don't even like mention him as some of the, one of the greatest Luigi's to ever play. But you actually look at the results and look at the, the career and uh the dude was was really good tof here's one for you um okay. what's the funniest blur story that you have <laughs> why is this for me um <laughs> the funniest blur story that i have uh i mean a lot of these have been told on the score and tof show of course mm. the boba the boba store stories i'm story. a big fan um, of the hyunis one the who the the painting so, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's a good a, one. That's a good that's one. a that's a banger. We still have that emote. We still have that emote. Um, oh my god. I mean, I uh, funniest blur story. Funniest blur story. Um, Christ. I mean, it would be it would be one of those. I've told all my good blur stories. Uh, but uh, yeah. If, if people haven't seen the YouTube video, I mean, I did run into blur on unranked, and I I, I predicted the exact moment that he switched to Red Marth by switching to red marth and then i beat him in a first to five which i i'm very proud of okay i have a lot of respect for blur and uh i've been asking blur blur's been dodging me for months he's dodging me i've been asking for this marth first to five and what did i do after i played the first to five i had the good grace because you said if we ever do a marth first to five i want a first to five with your fox so what did i do i played with fox too i, I respected that I but did. i didn't know who you were so i didn't but know it's that funny it's funny that the character of mine that does the best against you apparently is captain falcon which I think makes sense. Wait, what? I won the Falcon game. You lost all of the Falcon games. <laughs> no, I won all the Falcon games. <laughs> lost all, the Falcon all right, we're I seeing the... My mark. Your mark also lost the Falcon game. It's on YouTube. I can pull it up. Do you want to... I'll link you. Do you I don't want me to link you. Don't make me link you. Don't make me link you. It's on YouTube. I can link you. I don't want it to be linked, but I... I'm just going to link you. I'll just link you. I'll just talk about it. All right, well, I won the Falcon game. I, I won all like the Falcon I won. games. I won several of the Falcon games. This is, I feel uh, like I won. A, it's a pretty fun, <laughs> funniest story. Um, I, I, so the last question we're going to ask you, I feel like it kind of feels in line with all of this. This is from Chroma. Uh, oh, so good. In the spirit of the Michigan and Grime PR, what is the grimiest thing that you've done that you're willing to admit to? Ooh. Wow. This is for Blur? Yeah, well, I, this is for everyone. I know Blur for had, man. well, for you too, I guess. God, the list is so long. What do I? I do like that you assume it's for Blur. I have a funny story. I have a funny story. I have a good story. I'll start. What Blur while you're thing? I'll start. This is less that I did it, but I was definitely a part of it. Um, and I do think it's a funny story. So, um, you know, at majors, you know, it's a, it's always a struggle to get a friendly setup at majors to actually play friendlies. And uh, me and it was like Apex 2014, I think. Me and Hacks really wanted to warm up for for tournament, and we wanted to play friendlies, and. We're, we like, you know, all the setups are completely full or whatever. So Hax was like, don't worry, I got this. And he goes up to the setup and he's like, hey, can we get this for tournament? And and 
the guys are like, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, you can get this return. And they start getting up. And then he even, to add, you know, to really, like, seal the deal, as they're getting up, you know, because they're, like, a little bit maybe confused. Has Bracken even actually started? What's going on here? He turns to me and very audible. He's like, dude, do you just want to start Battlefield or uh, do you want to strike? And I'm like, oh, we should strike. And we start playing rock, paper, scissors and shit until both of these guys are clearly out of earsight or earshot. And then we just like sit down and fucking play friendlies. But we're like, we're doing uh, the whole thing. We're like, we're like, yeah, oh, yeah. rock, paper, scissors. Like, okay, okay, I strike FD, you know. And, and they're like walking away. Um, and I was just playing along the whole time. But no, it was just friendlies. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> hmm. Well, geez. Um, I guess, I mean, this is a, a minor one, but I look back and I'm like, why'd I do that? So Larry, <laughs> since we're talking about Larry, uh, he had the tag DEHF deaf, right? For years. And um, at very early on, he was like, oh, I'd rather let's use Larry Lur. It's a better tag. It is a better tag. Larry Lur is a better tag than does, a better tag. does everyone hate Falco. Um, and I looked at him dead in the eyes. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I don't really know why I did that. I think it was a power trip moment, a little more power <laughs> trip moment. I was like, I don't want to do that. And so you don't want to do what? Change his tag. I kept him as DEHF for really no reason. I literally he entered tournaments as he he he, he because I was his TO for pretty much most of the time. He was forced as death. Like he literally could not change. He was like, Blur, I please. I was just like, nah. Oh my I'm god. Keep, I'm just gonna keep it down. Loki kind of messed up. It's kind of messed wow. up. Why did I do that? I don't even know. Why did Young Blur do that? That makes no sense. Like, why not just change it? Who gives a shit? But I was just like, no, nah, I'd like Def better. And he was just like, but Blur. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to keep it. And then I did that. And uh, it's actually so, like so You were awesome. drunk with power. Day, you were drunk. You were actually was, drunk. You were drunk with oh, power. You had too much power, dude. Power. I, think the, I think the thing oh, about I, that is the needlessness of it, too. It's so, it's so needless. I, I think that's why I did. It's so I was, senseless. I just, oh, me and Larry are good friends. And it was just more like, it was a petty thing of just like, yeah. what if I don't, bro? Like, what if I don't? What are you going to do about it? <laughs> You don't enter anyone else's court, but you go. To, you don't go to majors to fucking make it confusing for people. I'm your commentator, so I'm gonna go up there. Yeah. Even if you tell the commentators, like, <laughs> "Hey, I want to be called Larry Lur." I'm the it's commentator, you. so I'm uh, gonna take drunk that. off power. You know what's funny is is that actually like really you know they're they're brawling. Well, okay, ultimate players at this point who are actually like very, they 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 don't know about the legacy of death, no. and you could have prevented all this. <laughs> this confusion. Oh. Oh, yeah. there was even a, a small period where he was entering, like, br like a Smash Four tournament as Larry Lur, and he was still deaf in melee. Yeah, he was deaf in melee. <laughs> and and right. if you actually look at the vaults at the, the people same just time, thought like, those were two weird. different people, like different, yeah. people, not the same person. It and, actually probably uh, made him look worse in the grand scheme of things to a lot of uh, people. So oh, I want to make a I want to make a contribution to this. And the worst thing about this is that it happened at my first ever tournament, and it happened after I it happened at UConn where I. Uh, I got into Smash and where I went to college. And I had just been practicing a lot with like some of the other people on campus for yeah. this tournament at the time, which was called Rumble in the Jungle. And uh, my first opponent of this tournament was a 11-year-old, uh, like like 10 or 11-year-old. I, I don't know, like from the range of like 8 to 11, it's the they same shit, right? It was, a small, it was a small lad dressed up as Link uh, going to this oh, like adjacent college Link. con. Young just Link. like Link, or yeah, Young Link. Well, they yeah, were just him as Young Link because Young Link is ten. But yeah, yeah, but he was he was young, so he was. Yeah, and it, young his Link. like dad was with him and everything, and he his asked dad his dad. Up as adult Link. 
No, the dad was dressed up like a uh, like a like working man, like a businessman, right? He's like, sure, son. Was and, he a uh, businessman he... or was he dressed up as a businessman? <laughs> Hard to say. It was like, was it, it was like an clear? No, I, I think he was just dressed up like normally. But anyway, so he his son sits at the setup. I have to play him. Um, at the time, I, I still mained Marth, but I saw that the son was, you know, he had like the green tunic and everything. He had the hood. Very clearly a Link fan. Um, at yeah. the time, I was a beginner. I was playing Marth, but I knew that Sheik did really well against Link. I knew that. So I waited yeah. for him to select his character. Like we didn't character strike or stage strike or anything like that. I uh, I picked Sheik and I just auto picked FD and I uh, I chain grabbed him. I you chain grabbed FD. Yeah, I <laughs> chain grabbed him for four. A young yeah. child. Yeah, I chain grabbed him for four stocks. Uh, he laughed in the first two stocks and he's like, "What do I do?" And I just didn't say anything back and I chain grabbed him. <laughs> and uh, it, You're a I just like. <laughs> Yeah, I just like I like smiled, but inside I felt like I was dying. I was like, "It's like is this really? kind of oh really?" There was that a super speed the, these sorts of stories. There was it blur, was my first you tournament. You probably ran this tournament, Blur. You probably ran this tournament. There was a Super Smash Sundays where a girl showed up and it was her first tournament, and she played Pichu and Tafikin said to play her in pools, and oh, Tafikin ruthlessly grabbed this girl Pichu. Tavo the was whole always set. double four shotgun with chain grabs. Oh, absolutely! And she, she never ever be one of those who would. Who would she did not come back. Yeah, no, she, she did not come back. She did not have. We lost. We lost a player that day. We just lost Edwin. Yeah, we just lost OBS Ninja. Edwin realized the the waves of what he said. Tavo gets ruthlessly chain grabbed. This this this. You know, we're talking we're talking all this stuff about, you know, like, oh, we should run Smash Sisters crew battles and be more inviting to 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 girls in the sea, you know, and all this stuff, and then. <laughs> yeah i felt Tapo, so bad for it just, it was like you know it was so awful because it was in front of his dad in front of his dad yeah his dad was just like watching like not reacting at all i support like, i support beating the shit out of small children in video games by the way i fully support this because i used to beat the shit i used to beat the shit out of small uh uh elliot in super smash brothers melee at the tournaments i would go to the second corner class now he shows up on my screen and beats me so clearly i didn't beat him hard enough <laughs> uh which it's it's very upsetting uh is it is it I weird that hard it, enough that he could quit is I, it I, weird I'm that if, if their parent is watching it makes me want to pull pull punches but if it's their yeah, significant it's other because there's, but if it's there's their, but if it's their significant other i somehow oh, want then to you want to beat them no no this is this is actually very widely discussed no this is a thing in, in japan they used to talk about this there's there was a term i forget what the term was but there's a term for people it was guys that bring their girlfriend to the arcade Oh, There's yeah. this kind of unwritten rule that if you beat, if you playing someone in an arcade and, and they brought their girlfriend to the arcade, you gotta beat the, sh you gotta beat them as hard as possible. Because it's like, so dude, bad. we have nothing. You know, we have nothing, <laughs> right? We have nothing, and you know, who the fuck are you? You're doing this to us. We have, yeah. you have to, you have to. Uh, it was it was a Kazunoko, it's a Kazunoko quote. Kazunoko was talking about fucking somebody. Uh, he had to play someone in fucking Capcom Cup Finals. Someone, someone who's married, and he's like, I knew I had to win because like. Gaming's all I have. You know, I have nothing. I have nothing. And you're gonna try to take this from me too? Yeah. You can't you this can't win it. in both ways. You can't win in both it's, ways. It's one of my favorite gamer quotes of all time. Cosmo, I fucking forget who it was. It wasn't Daigo, it was someone like that. Mm. Nemo or someone. He's talking about how he had to play them in finals and he amped himself up by thinking, like, dude, I can't I can't let the Norbies win. <laughs> I have yeah. to hold it down for the fucking losers. Because also, and I just thought it was so inspiring. 
I, I've only brought a scene every other to like two tournaments ever. I generally think it's not a great idea <laughs> with the way this match scene is. But I will say, it does boost you a bit, right? It, even if they don't care, just you doing well is just like, oh, I didn't know you were good or like something like that. It does give you that, right? And you don't want to give them that. You don't want them to have that happiness. You want that happiness. And so it's just, you got to beat them. You got to beat them. Is there not happiness to go around, Blur? Do you have to, <laughs> is there like a finite <laughs> amount of happiness? Yes, that's yes that's actually. The that's the, the worst part. Is, is it a zero-sum game? In competition, <laughs> a little bit. True, okay. Loses, I, someone, comp- someone you're, you're right, yeah, yeah. Someone loses, someone wins. And it better be me that wins. <laughs> and you know what? Is, I want to talk. It, is it Blur? <laughs> I want to talk. Sometimes. We're, we're going to talk about happiness uh, in terms of you know. Luckily, we we are we are multifaceted human beings. We have stuff that can bring us happiness outside of melee. Um, so every week on this podcast, we have a segment that is uh, unnamed mm. because Edwin doesn't like the the name "Touching Grass," despite the fact that it. everyone fans love it. So a segment that is not called "Touching Grass." It's it's basically like you know we only talk about melee. Uh, but but we are humans that that are interested in stuff more than melee. Um, mm. So we're gonna go around and talk about something that's been uh, kind of big in our lives recently, or something that we've been interested in, something that's just not in the melee sphere. So wow. I'm gonna go first. Um, two weeks ago, I said Succession. I've been watching Succession now. Truly, that I've been watching so so much of it this week that that should be my answer. But since I just used it, I'm probably what gonna is have that? To... What is that? What is that? Succession. It's an HBO show. Mm-hmm. It's the banger. Uh, it's a show about like some of the richest people in the world. And it's one of those things where we're like, Oh yeah, great time to watch that. But it's actually very, very good. Uh, I, I would recommend it. I think that the, the writing of the characters is, is amazing. The way that the characters all play off each other is very, very good. But I just used that like two weeks ago. So I'm instead going to say Wawa, <laughs> you know, the, uh, the chain that the is in the Northeast and, uh, and now Florida, I believe and Southeast. What do you mean? And now it's been in Florida forever. It's been wait, in Florida wait, for like eight wait, years. Wait, where where do you live? I want a little clarification. Philadelphia. Okay. If you lived in Florida, I'm like, Florida man says he, he's uh, near Thanksgiving. He says he's grateful for Wawa. And that really would just okay, really make so, a lot of sense. So I'm going to have a great Thanksgiving Wawa's dinner. Great. Wawa's really good. But I did it's have better a, than 7-Eleven. I did have a gobbler bowl yes, this week. Yes, it's better than 7-Eleven. Not better it than is Japanese better than 7-Eleven. Dude, so I spent a week in, in California, and it was great. Yeah. It was very fun. But every Uber I was in, they keep talking to Like, they ask me where I'm from. I say Philadelphia, and they say, how is it? I'm like, it's good. I like Philadelphia. And I, I end up mentioning Wawa each time. And I didn't even realize it. About it. And I just, like, kept talking about it. I was like, it's 7-Eleven, but guess what? It's good. Go in at 2 a.m., and you can get a really, like... They make you, you real food. Yeah, you it's, can. It, Wawa, Wawa, and I guess Sheets too. I've never been to Sheets. I've heard good things. Wawa Sheets is pretty the good. Closest, the closest thing the U.S. has to like Japanese convenience stores. You go in at three a.m. You can get a real, and meal. then you yeah. they just make you a meatball sandwich. <laughs> it's like, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. and what they have, they have an app, and on their rewards app, for some reason, every Tuesday you can get a free iced coffee. So wow. I didn't do it this week, but usually if I need a little pep uh, before I do one of these episodes, I'll just go and get a free any size iced coffee. Yeah, Wawa's pick awesome. Up, uh, you know, Tofu, you love tasty cakes. Sometimes I'll get a tasty cake. I love tasty cakes. I love tasty cakes. They're good. So I feel very typical Look, Philadelphian dude, when dude, I say that. I, 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 it sounded earlier like I was clowning on you, but the truth is I'm right there with you. Wawa's amazing. And dude, now Wawa's amazing. Sometimes I'm just like, 
really I, hard hit on Harbaugh. You really feel American in these moments. We're just like, look, it, you cl- we clown on the, the 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 fast food, the junk food, and the 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 this sort of stuff. But truth is, life would be worse without them. Oh, you don't have to go to. Wait, what do you think about In-N-Out? Pick up anything. It's it's also a convenience store. Wait, what do you think about In-N-Out? Speaking of fast faster food, so. That's the thing, right? You know, I went to California for a week and everyone asked for about In-N-Out. And everyone, when you're there, asked about In-N-Out. I, I was talking to Walt about this. Yeah. Uh, turned I down for that Walt, he's that dragging is. this out. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I think that they are similar, right? If if you had to... What, turn someone... down for Walt and In-N-Out? <laughs> yeah, they're both... I, I, I hate them both. No, no. Uh, Wawa and, and In-N-Out, I think, are similar yeah. in the fact yeah. that if you had someone who came to Philly and they heard all about how Wawa is great and they go to get it once, I don't think they understand. I think In-N-Out's really good, but I've heard people who are disappointed by it first time around. And it's like, well, you're kind of expecting it to be the best thing you've ever eaten, which it's, it's very good, but it's not what it is. Is it's convenient. They're open. Like it's late. there for you. There's it's a there ton for of you. them yeah. there. It's cheap. It's yeah. like, it's a good value. They, like what it is, is it's something that you could always go to. It's there for yeah. you. Yeah. And so yep. I think in and out or Wawa are very similar in that sense. Uh, both like if you only had to eat it once, it's not better than, you know, like a, a steak or something, but as something that you can get at any point and not break the bank, I think that's really great. Okay. Glad you have a reasonable take on that one. You asked me a question. You you said I was drawing it out. <laughs> so no, I was just worried. No, I was just, no, I was just nervous. I was nervous that you were going to say some 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 uh, stuff I did, that I was going to have to disagree with. I did bring up turn down for Walt. Was that when you got a little worried? No, no, no. I just I just was worried that no. I, that's my take entirely. People people compare it yeah. to fucking Five Guys, which is like not a fair Five what, Guys. Like is a restaurant double the burger. price. It, Shake Shack also probably double more. The price. Probably more. Yeah, probably Shake more. Shack's amazing. But it's like they're yeah, both good, like, but not comparable. Five Guys is a restaurant burger. In and Out's a fast food burger, and it's open till two, and it's hot, and the customer service is really good. Yeah. And I've got some technology that makes it better. Here's what I do. Here's a pro tip to everybody out there: get the cheese fries, because everyone loves. Uh, here's the thing about In and Out fries: they're pretty good when you first get them, but they immediately deteriorate. They get, they get, mm. you know, you bring them with you, whatever, and they get pretty. After 15 minutes, they're just not the same. What you do is you get cheese fries. The layer of cheese over the fries locks in that steamy goodness okay. and then you take it home and that layer of cheese has protect what has it done it's protected your fries from the outside world and then you're, you're gonna be able to dig in and it's actually gonna be pretty good uh that's something that i think not a lot of people are on uh i think it's very very and also the cheese is just delicious you can go for animal style if you want but i think cheese fries bare minimum uh is is is, is the real tech mm. anyway all right blur your turn <laughs> okay um what have you been up to lately you've been slaying the spire no i haven't been i, I i'm purposely trying not to play that game because it's too good um i like it too much uh and uh i did that for like a year uh i streamed for a bit had a lot of fun with it now Tobe, yeah. you're doing you you've almost been streaming full-time for almost the same amount of time i want to say so yeah. i'd I actually never talked to you about like how that's been going and all that i'd love to have more one-to-one on what that is um yeah. But and then and then like this last year, I've just kind of been playing a shit ton of video games and uh, okay. traveling a lot. I would say that's the traveling. mostly what I've been doing. It. Where'd you travel to, to Blur? A lot of places. The most recent one is um, I went to Mexico City and the surrounding areas. I mean, I've been to Mexico a lot, but just to see um, 
I'd say a lot of like the ruins and the history on that stuff. I hadn't done that. Like, um, uh, you know, like Teotihuacan is the, the, the name of the ruin. Um, and, uh, I didn't, a lot of stuff I didn't know. I didn't know, um, like the meaning of the Mexican flag, like the, the Eagle that's like above a cactus, like an old Aztec symbol. Um, I, in general, I've learned with traveling, nothing beats ruins. Nothing, literally ruins are my shit. Like I like everything, but nothing is cooler than ruins. Um, some ruins, which none of you guys can go to. I went to Purse Police. That's still the best ruin I've ever been to in my life. That's in Iran. Um, and I'd say a few others. Like I, I, a lot of the Mayan ones are dope, but I would say that one was actually up there um, in terms of one of the best I've ever seen. It's like the sixth largest city in the world at one point. It's pretty cool. Right outside. I didn't have you as a city. ruins guy, Blur. Dude, I like it. Ruins. I'm grateful for ruins, bro. Because I like feel like I feel like you go there and you can literally feel and I still want to go to Pompeii because that's the one that's preserved the most. And if you close your eyes, ayo, ayo, does it almost feel like right? Bro, bro, you can change it all. You can literally feel that, right? Like you feel the you feel like you're in a different civilization and time. And I'm a big guy. Me and Mike Ross used to say this every single day. We looked at each other and say the same thing. We said if VR ever becomes like legit legit like it gets to the level that we really want to see we're never yeah. fucking leaving our house because i'm a big guy that's just sick and tired of this reality like one of the reasons i like video games they transport me to new worlds like books do the same and a lot of these things so, what does this have to do with ruins <laughs> i feel like ruins are like almost stepping they're far enough away that they're almost like stepping into another reality like does a whole it, no, it life transports you, you to the past another universe yeah another because universe. you're like dude people used to live like this bro you know they didn't have credit scores they didn't have social security. They didn't know what that shit is. And they just had like, you know, this was their life. And seeing that and like walking through it and like kind of really putting yourself there is badass. And I also like stuff like VR and many other things, which like basically I'm just like, let's just think of a new universe I can live in and be in. Because to me, that's like way better than like I want to live all realities. I don't just want to live this one little stinky one, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to live all realities, and that that's kind of like what I like. And one of the things I like the most is uh, going to ruins because I feel like lets me lets me try something like be a part of a, a whole different universe. You know what? If I anyone's got think ruins recommendations, that's such if a anyone good has answer. recommendations for ruins, I'm there. I'm that's there, a beautiful dude. Answer. Get, get me into some ruins. Really like if this were like if your life were a a novel that you read in high school. Like, I would have to write a short answer about why. Like, what does you liking ruins represent? <laughs> It'd be uh, like, what's the theme of, of Blur liking ruins? I'd have to write a short answer on that. Yeah, dude, I think in general, um, it's like a, it's kind of like, you know, this is the more negative way, but the derealization, where it's like you look around and everything feels fake. I feel like I kind of feel that way with a lot of like regular world stuff. And so I'm, I have like a, my mom's different than this. Or I, I don't feel like the real world and the, the imaginary worlds in my both in my head and in fiction and when ruins or, or whatever are really all that different. I, I kind of feel it's arbitrary the one I live in. And so I'm able to comfortably squeeze in and get in get into a new universe and like really have fun with it. And uh, there's not too many ways of doing it. That's why I love all world building fiction. I think world building fiction is like the shit. It's like it, – doesn't really matter what the world is i love star trek i love lord of the rings like it's basically like if you're making a world for me get me in there <laughs> tof what have you been up to what have i been up to uh i'm always up to a lot i'm always up to a lot 
Uh, unfortunately, a lot of it does have to do with melee. I have to pick something that's not melee. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like you got a I'm lot not gonna going pick... on. I do. I'm going to pick something that... Uh, that uh, Okay. Uh, something that I'm doing... Uh, I mean, I think a lot of people know I'm really into chess. I'm going to tie this all together. Uh, I'm really into chess. Uh, and so from January 2nd to 9th, I think some of my stream chatters know about this. I, me, and, uh, me and my girlfriend are going to Tulum, Mexico oh, wow. for a week. But also, the reason, part of the reason we're going is because the chess bras are doing a chess camp in the daytime. And then at night, they're doing a, uh, well, they're just fucking, I, I think we're just partying. Um, and so <laughs> Tulum is apparently like a resort Sounds town. Cool. And so we're both going, uh, I'm going to be attending this chess camp that they're doing. I'm going to learn a lot about chess. That's and really then cool. at night, we're going to fucking rage like crazy. And I think oh, yeah. there's techno, there's techno concerts and stuff like that. Um, and Try to yeah, see I think ruin. people... I'm going to, maybe they've got ruins. I don't know. It's a resort town. I feel like if you're going to build a resort town, you build one near some ruins, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, there she is. She's in chat. She said, I think there are ruins near Tulum. Um, maybe we can go to a ruin. I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to be, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm doing. Uh, trying to, trying to get to the next level at chess. Chess is a game, you know, I've been thinking a lot about like with like, you know, we're always wondering with melee, right? It's like, what if, what if Nintendo comes in and shuts it all down? This recent news this week, obviously there's a ton of news in Melee right now, right? So we don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe it's all, maybe this is a, a, a concern of the past. Maybe it's not. But one thing that I always thought was cool about chess is that no one can come in and shut it all down, ever. Right? True. I think that's uh, that's something that I thought about. I was like, man, if, they fu- if Nintendo comes in, am I, you know, maybe I just have to go all in chess, you know? Just, I gotta, I gotta pick some game that, that they can never take away from me. So, yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. It sounds like you have a uh, a magical week ahead of you at some point. Maybe with future. ruins in it. Maybe with ruins. Maybe in with it. ruins. So if we yeah, play, that's, two- that's going to be January two through ninth. By the way, Chad, if you're expecting me to stream that week, I'm not going to stream in Mexico. <laughs> so if we play two chess games in our entire lives together, and they were good yeah. games, so I like your I like your dude. Uh, we should play again. Thing. I think I would smoke you. Aren't aren't we like around the same? I don't know. Maybe I would smoke you, bro. Have you been playing? All right. Well, Tof, <laughs> you, you mentioned going on. You mentioned going on vacation with with yeah. uh, with your girlfriend. And uh, I mentioned I, ruins. Yeah, and you mentioned ruins. <laughs> uh, I I don't quite have the ruins part down, but Damn, I just went yeah. on my honeymoon with my uh, with my spouse, which is really how long fun. have you been married? I thought you were. I thought you've been married for quite some time. How long have you been married? Two years. We we got married right before the pandemic. So oh, and our, you just our, didn't have you didn't have an yeah. opportunity to go on honeymoon. Oh, so, where'd you go? So, so we, we went to we went to Jamaica and uh, for for the most Are there part ruins we just to Jamaica. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but not not where we were. So we stayed in a resort. It was pretty nice. We just hung out at the beach all day. Like had had a bunch of rum. It was fun. That sounds uh, great. Ate good yeah. food. Uh, definitely one of the highlights of the trip was going to actually like on a on a bit of an excursion to uh, excuse me this other place like up in the mountains. Like we we basically took this like taxi drive through this massive like field of sugar canes where the roads were like incredibly tiny and it, wow. it felt like we were in the middle of nowhere but at the end of our trip we were just at this like big mountain top with this like house on top of this like incredible like this uh this terrain of like trees and birds and like cats and dogs or or whatever and it was just like wow. 
and we had it's like boxed. a we had like yeah both actually i i wasn't being hyperbolic there were just like a ton of animals we were in this like mountaintop it felt like we were away from everything else but like we but there's this really nice place that we were having dinner in like with the with this view of like the, the forest beneath us and like the entirety wow. of like the terrain up top mm. and you're having this wow. like incredible like five course meal um it was just it was really awesome but i think uh I think something about the trip, if I can just get like a little personal for a moment, is that uh, I think I needed to take some time away from just like it throwing a ton of stuff and like throwing a ton of my effort into Melee. Because I think uh, like all of us have been here at some point where it's like if you really care about something and you care about your contribution to the scene or like the way you want to contribute, it's really uh, like it's really natural to get to like take ownership over it. And it's really natural to see the way that like it's really natural to think of yourself in like really important terms. Like, Oh my God, like what will this person or this person do without me to do this? Or like, what will, what will happen if I am not there? Like what will happen if I, I take a step back and expect someone else to do this. And like, I think something that like I, I was thinking to myself, like, you know, out on the beach, just like watching the waves crash against the shore or whatever. I was just thinking like, you know, like the community is so much more than like one individual. And it's a lot more like, like individuals are really great. But I think the thing that like, I think the thing that you actually have to accept when you if you're trying to give a lot to the scene is that like, it will be okay with or without you because like something about melee, like the game and the community it draws just like inspires greatness and like inspires a lot of passion among the people that are like brought to it. And it really like brings the best out of them. So like I always try to think like and I I always try to think of like contributions to the scene and like the reason we do things in it not just cuz we love the game but because we want to bring the best out of the community, right? Not just ourselves either. We want to bring so much good from the community where what we do, do doesn't really matter that much as individuals. And I don't know. I think uh right. it, it's kind of like a paradox where it's like you have to put in effort for it. But like when you're putting in effort, the the long term reward is that like not only are you getting happiness, but like you're inspiring other people to like carry the torch where you left it, so that they can take it even further than like you could have ever imagined, or like that you could, or that like, or even like more romantically, you can all hold the torch or whatever together and keep going. I don't know. I just I thought about this a lot a lot on my trip. Not not just about Smash, but just like everything in life in general but like smash is obviously the thing that i put like all my professional effort into so yeah see know. edwin this is all Very starting beautiful. to uh, loop into itself because what i'm hearing is that you're motivated in terms of mainly at least a lot by stuff like communal growth and like making an impact and all that crap and this is probably also why you have the other side of the coin where you get annoyed when twitter shitters come after you because you're just like I want you guys to be inspired by my work and continue to lift the torch and all that. And uh, that's not how you're taking it. And that's why, you know, uh, I don't seeing, know. If, instead, I, they just I see say what that you're saying. Can't be above me, TK. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I sort of see it. It's a little different. It's similar to that, but a, a little different. It's more like if I see like a lot of good or in someone else, it's like, I don't want that person to just like, do what I think is right, right? It's like I want that person to achieve like the most that they they can do, and like for the things that they are good at, 
Like, I don't want that. Like, I don't want, like, like I'll use the panel for like the top hundred, for example. Like, I didn't want a panel of six people that would just agree with me. Every individual has like holes and like strengths and weaknesses. They can shore them up. Like, people can get really competent at different things. But I just think like the community is a lot more effective when people are like bringing the best out in themselves and each other. Like, I don't yeah. know. Okay. I don't know. We shouldn't have single points of failure. Yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah, mm. I think I, I, I think like I think not that's... having influence or skills consolidated is a is a good thing. Mm. For sure. I think that's true for at least three of the people here, but I think the blur is irreplaceable. And if we you know, if we don't <clears throat> if we don't heed this advice, maybe the melee community will become ruins. Ruins. But 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 seriously, like a lot of times, people who have that mentality, and I used I used to be like a one trick pony where it's just just community impact I cared about. And I still care about community impact crap, but I think one thing that has always helped me from giving too much of a shit is realizing that yeah, I care about the community, but actually, what I care most about is the goddamn game. It's mainly being beautiful that really matters. If uh, if the game kind of sucked and I kind of like stopped liking it. Like I just thought it was like, oh, this is kind of a garbage game. I don't know even why, why am I caring anymore? I like the people. That's great. But I would probably have drifted out by now. The truth is, is a lot of the reason why I still give a shit is because I think Melee's goaded. And so it helps. Maybe. The game when, matters when, a when, lot. When, the game carries. That's yeah, something Mango always used to say. When the the but I think the game also brings, the, the game also brings that out of people though. I guess That's what I mean thing. to say is when the community is being annoying, you can always fall back on. Yeah, well, fuck them. Melee deserves better. And then make and then continue. Working. I guess, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Or or at least like melee is a conduit for like expressing yourself or like what you think. This is something that like I, I have to quote like Ambi on. Like Ambi Ambi always talks about this like Toby Fox quote, right? It's like if I don't express myself, like there's no point to putting work in my art or whatever. Or, mm-hmm. or I, I forget the exact quote. It's 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 some shit like that. Like like it's it's like Ambi's life motto. He like loves it. He loves this quote so much. I, I guess I don't love it as much as he does, but like it's, it's a, but like the, the sentiment of that quote is something that like he talks about a lot that, that I think about sometimes too. So I, I do think that's part of it as well, but it's almost like a weird like balance where you have to balance like doing what you think is right for the scene, like versus like trying to bring out the best and other people to do what they think is right for the scene and like doing, I, I, I don't know. This is just like something that I yeah. thought about a lot. on. Break. I, I got a chance to talk. Um, about something along this line this uh this past week at main stage or i guess a week ago um because someone was talking to ashcon about how ashcon seems like he's doing so much and uh you know he's he's cooking he's he's biking he's doing all this cool stuff and he just said to the guy he's like yeah all the effort i put into melee i just put into other stuff and uh i i do think that it's very funny but it's it's like really true i talked to envy you know nick from from the yard and formerly bts about this and we we talked a lot about how there's like a lot of people um you know in melee you like you do your eight hour job and then you just it's like okay now time to do another eight hours of work for melee or you know whatever it might be is it is it making a video is it is it toing the local is it etc 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 but I, i definitely do think that there's this sense that a lot of people have um in melee where it's like it goes unspoken and, and to just like put effort back into the community. And then you have people who take a break and then they're like, what do people do after they get home from work? How do you spend another eight hours after your eight hour workday before you're supposed to go to bed again? Like how, what do you do now? And I think that that like, it only, 
it like it's only a thing that people ask because melee has this like really funny way of restructuring how people think i think melee changes how people learn like people who are good at the game i think it changes how they learn about things and i think for community members it changes how they see their time and, and see their effort um and i definitely think before i got into melee i didn't have the same view of like what i can be doing with my time like how my free time can be used to better others and, and, and whatnot but I, I definitely do think melee has this really funny thing of just like you get in because you liked playing this game when you were a kid and now suddenly <laughs> your your like view of of work and effort is completely changed mm-hmm. mm. yeah man i don't know it's all about the people i guess if they're cool if they're not then it's all about the melee and if that's not cool then fuck it all. Do something down. Do something different. And uh, yeah, it's one or I, the other, right? Like yeah, and 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 you know, it can keep inspiring you into a loop or whatever. Um, I like to you know not be so dramatic and serious about it because I really think that um, look, you don't have an option until you have an option. That's one of my sister's phrases. I really like it. Like you have you basically Wait, choose what every. What's the phrase? You don't have an option until you have an option, which is basically to you say you don't have an option until until you have an option. You have an option. So a lot of people like think about like, oh, am I using my time correctly? Should I should I make this choice or that choice, etc. The thing is, is that a lot of times it's like, what could you have been doing with your time? What would you have been doing with your time? And that's really all you have to look. That's basically look at your set of options that you actually have instead of the ones that you potentially could have had, um, and just use that as your barometer of like, are you going in the right direction? And uh, if you're making choices that are that you feel are bad, then that's probably means you're going the wrong way. But if you're like worried about choices that you never got to make, then you're probably wasting your time. You know, it's only it's only the choices that are like in front of you really matter. So for me, it's like, oh, yeah, I spent four hours, you know, talking to the homies about melee. Was that a waste of my time? No, because what else would I have been doing tonight? Um, I think I would have been playing Return of the Overdin, which I just started. But that's fine. I just play that afterwards. It's not that big a deal. And then tomorrow I'll do whatever the fuck I want. You know, like life is fleeting. We'll be fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ruins. Ruins. That's why you got to go yeah. to the ruins. Because everything is going to become dust, bro. <laughs> That's the main thing is it all literally becomes dust. It's not all that All right, serious. we should probably... We should probably yeah, unfortunately, wrap. this podcast is going to become dust At around, uh, if, if people want to find you guys on socials, where can they do so? Blair? You already follow me. Okay, dope. Oh, my God. Well, I just think that the one, the one social... I don't really care about my Twitter or whatever, but uh, everyone should please subscribe to my YouTube. It's... Uh, it's Closing down to 30K, trying to get to 30K before yeah. too long. Uh, so youtube.com slash BBQ. No underscore. One day I will go through the SEO cleanup of I will decide underscore, no underscore, and I will I will, I will will standardize all of my social bullshit. Right now, no underscore for YouTube. That's all you need to remember. Uh, please, please subscribe to my YouTube if you're not already subscribed. New videos almost every day. It's crazy. Look uh, at that. If you also want to subscribe to a channel that is closing on 30K but does not put out new videos every day, uh, you can subscribe to the Melee Stats channel on YouTube. Uh, oh. You know, we, we talked about our latest video. I think it's been out three weeks, the the one about Nintendo. Um, you know what? I think, funnily enough, some people will say that that video is now outdated, but I think that that video is a kind of a nice little well, reminder. Well, we got to see what happens. We got to see what happens, right? It's it's a reminder. It's Yeah, it's, I agree. It's, it's it a good thing stands. to watch in this time. 
uh, to kind of understand what we're going through. But if you, you know, now with the recent uh, announcement about the Nintendo circuit, if you kind of want to see the history of, uh, of what Nintendo's had with our game, you can do so over there. The Melee Stats on YouTube. You can also look up our second channel, the Melee Stats Archive, where we're going to have episodes of this and some other, you know, little um, little extras and, and other sets and stuff like that. It's going to be over there, Melee Stats Archive. You can watch these episodes live, twitch.tv slash Melee Stats. If you want to see the posts that we put up on Twitter, twitter.com slash Melee Stats Pod, you can see Last Night in Melee, which reports the uh, the locals from the night before. You can see links to the posts that we have on MeleeStats.co, such as Wednesday Melee and Monday Morning Marth. And if you like everything you, we do here, you can support us on Patreon.com slash MeleeStats. Toph, mm, love the blur, Patreon. Edwin. You know, I, I opened this episode saying it was going to be one of the greatest because we were talking about the greatest of all time, but uh, it wasn't a lie. This was one of the greatest episodes. Uh, we oh. hit... We hit the three-hour mark, longest episode we've ever done. So uh, you guys got we that. Have, well, you know, you knew we would have a lot to talk about. I knew, yeah. I knew. Yeah, we, but so, uh, yeah. it was it. It didn't feel like three hours at all. Felt very fun. So I appreciate you guys coming on. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate everyone for watching. Stay tuned for next week, where uh, I don't really know what we got going on, but I'm sure it'll be a fun one. All right, I'll see oh, you guys. Oh boy, peace, deuces. Peace.